0: Me necessarily, I would caution you against making predictions about your future Because when the Nigerian giant is finished with you You might not have much of a future after Backlash Omas, you are once in a generation Because you were born that way Seth. freaking Rollins is one in a generation because I made myself that way. I should be afraid of you. I should be afraid of you, but I'm not. In the backlash, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do what I do best. I'm gonna make your ass famous. I'm gonna give you the match of your life and then I'm going to bounce your big head off this canvas and you wake up from your three-second nap, an arena filled with people are going to be singing my song. Where have you been all night? All night? Where? It hasn't been a great night. Oh, you haven't had a great night! All night! Where, where were you? I wasn't gonna say anything, but I was... I was talking to Uso e. before, and I ended up speaking to Jimmy, so... What? What? Why? Why are you still talking to these guys? What could you possibly have to tell them? What, I don't get, what, what, what is it? Don't, please don't tell me. No, no, this can't be... This can't be about being worried about what Roman's gonna do to them. Why do you care? Not so no, stupid. who cares? No, no, who cares? I can't. Oh, no, no. Look, I used to like the stupid so before they became Roman's the Thrones, okay? But it's too late for them now. Okay? And if they haven't figured out by now that Roman's just using them to stay where he's at, they deserve whatever happens to them after we beat them on Friday. But we have to beat them on Friday. We have to keep these titles. That's what I'm worried about. That, that's, that's what you should be worried about. Man. Right. Nope. No. No, no, no. They know what I'm going
1: through. Then maybe you remember a little team called RK Bro where
0: I teamed up with Randy Orton, the Viper, the legend killer, the apex predator, and everybody every week would tell me how he's gonna RKO me. But he didn't. you know why? Because we're bros. And at the end of the day, you and Kay, you guys are bros. And when we lose a draw, everything's gonna be cool. Give any insight into why Becky isn't here. Why she's why she's not here? And oh, you don't know though. I, I have a little uh, a little secret. Yeah, you see, Becky Lynch is not doing so good. She um she confided in me, so she got real close to me, and she opened up and she told me she's having a hard time with the pressure of being the top of the women's division. Being the man and being a mom and it's just it's it's been too much for her and listen i understand because i'm a mom as well and i have two children and a plethora of other things but i'm thriving becky not so much you know and it's it's i would watch her and i'd see her cracking i could see the pressure crumbling and i just decided i had to take her out of her misery so really what well, she needs to be doing is sing at home and saying thank you trish Mustafa Ali in his hometown, evaded by Chad Gable now, who looks to pounce and punish Mustafa Ali quickly. Chaos are Theory incoming, no, great reversal by Ali. Ali to win it, Ali steals it, he's got it. A temporary alliance of necessity being formed by Theory and Reed, and Bobby Lashley about to take a trip, a town down. Every man for himself. Emphasis on temporary. Thunderous sent on by Bronson Reed, who is going to make the climb. Nearly 400 pounds. A tsunami to Austin Theory. By Del Toro, puts Jimmy Uso down in the corner. This may be his chance, Cruz Del Toro. all air traffic control and O'Hare. Solo, drawing the officials' attention. Jay Uso doing the same. Oh, Samoan spike out of midair. Are you kidding me? when is Nochez no Del Toro. One On and done. The insurance for the bloodline. All of a sudden, Bianca, Liv, Raquel, all back up. Fantastic teamwork. Belair now going to be legal for her team. Because I think Liv's about to take a trip. Oh, watch out! Flattening Dakota and Bailey, but watch EO. The genius of this guy. Dropkick to camp. Remember, Bianca's legal, looking for the K.O.D. Io blocks her oh. efforts. face first into the post. Bailey wants to have her say now. The role model back inside. Uh-oh. Oh! K.O.D. And the Raw Women's Champion puts away damage control. Rhodes now hooking Finn Balor for the crossroads. Inside Cradle, whose shoulders are down. Cody's down. Gold Superstars back on their feet. Could it be? Pedigree! Balor said, this is the moment for Cody Rhodes. And now, the American Nightmare with a chance to send a message to the beast, Brock Lesnar. Stalking Finn Balor. Uh, Crossroads! tony has got it! WWE deserves more. You deserve more. Because when Roman Reigns gets drafted to whatever brand he gets drafted to, he will take the WWE. Undisputed Universal Championship with him and he will stay there. The other brand will determine a new champion. On Saturday, May 27th, at Night of Champions, we will crown a new world heavyweight champion it feels like it's gonna pop off here in chicago and here- With a candle stick. Bad Bunny, absolutely fearless. Oh no. Priest has Bunny. Oh my. Bad Bunny out here swinging heavy lumber. Oh my god. Good luck. Get out of the way, KP! Watch out. I'm not trying to die here! Funny like a man possessed! And Priest is high tailing it out of here! Hey Damien! I don't know if you know but, I'm not hosting Backlash anymore. Now, I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. May 6, Backlash, en mi casa, Puerto Rico. Damien Priest, Bad Bunny, in a street fight, cabrón, a ver si es verdad que tú eres hombre. punta la cabeza
2: The PWC Monday Night Machismo Thursday edition. I am your host, Jimmy T, and my co host, well, you might know him from the Impact Attack. You could even know him from the Next Level podcast. But and then again, he's absolutely everywhere, all over channelattitude.com. And more importantly, he's a Rip Rogers guy. Please welcome Jamie the Vet Williams. Welcome back to the Machismo, man. And what's cracking, man? What's, what's going on down in your neck of the woods? Welcome back. Oh, I don't Vince. know. Have I been on a machismo before? He's I've been on
1: so oh, many things, it's good. hard to keep track these days. <laughs> that's actually oh, a good cool question. I'm not actually
2: sure if you have that. been on that. the machismo. Maybe not. R- 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 Maybe this well, is on. your first time.
1: Let's check the tapes. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes, thank you very much for inviting me, Jimmy. Uh, I am very busy uh, all over the place. I hope everybody's not sick of me yet. Um,
2: but, uh, man, are we going to get struck down off YouTube for this uh <laughs> The song. <laughs> well, I'm putting it on there for a reason. I don't know if you can see my little uh, heading over there, the headline, but it says CM Stunt. Because uh, was this... Uh, I mean, I couldn't believe the news, what I was hearing, and it seems to be actually true. I mean, apparently CM Punk was at the Rosemont Horizon in Illinois. Um, do you believe in that? I mean, it seems like everyone is reporting it as fact. I mean pretty interesting that he did turn up though uh, it's not a matter of belief I, there's footage
1: oh well see i haven't seen the footage so there there's you go. there's Thank like you somebody time. got somebody got some uh like a shot of him like in the parking lot and oh. i guess he's talking to tamina
2: so you know he, was there. he wow. was there unbelievable so was this a stunt vet i mean is this all a stunt by cm punk or does he want out of his AEW contract and he's trying hard as possible to get out? Because it seemed like we're on a collision course to Saturday night collision in AEW <laughs> bit. I mean, what's going on here, man?
1: Um No. Well here's here's what I honestly think. So the story that was reported was that he was on a flight to Chicago, you know, where he lives. Right. Cause I guess he was doing his um MMA announcing gig, wherever that was. And, and then he's going back home. And because WWE is in Chicago that night, he ran into some of the people on the flight, started talking to them. Probably felt like, oh, well, why don't I just stop in and, you know, see what's up with everybody? And you could see somebody like on the spur of the moment. If you're CM Punk and you're on the spur of the moment, you could do that. Why couldn't you do that? Feeling like, hey, it would be funny if I did that. And why shouldn't I do it? <laughs> not like there's some kind of grand scheme, like, hey, hey I'm going to sneak <laughs> over to Raw. and, and, and.
3: <laughs>
1: he, He's not like that. I think no, it was well, probably something he decided, like, in the moment. Like, yeah, fuck it, you know?
2: Well, good on him, actually, man, because apparently he uh, built a few bridges back up again, one including The Miz. He spoke to Triple H, apparently. Um, but Vince McMahon wasn't happy that he was there because, uh, you know, Could be it could look like contract uh, contract tampering, and which is the truth. I mean, but how long is his AEW contract? I'm hearing seven years. I'm hearing four years. What the hell? How long is it? Because if it is seven years, I wouldn't be surprised if he is trying to get out of his contract. Why would why Why would you be surprised? I mean, seven years is a long time.
1: Think about this, Jimmy. This is the point that I keep because I've talked about this a few times even before he showed up at one of these shows because people are always trying to guess what this guy's gonna do right they're always talking about like they're so interested in what he's gonna do and they love to assume what he's going to do based on what they think they know about the guy or whatever um to the to honestly why would so why would CM Punk, he, why would he ever want to go back to WWE for any reason? That's a
2: good question. But I mean, if you think about it, if it was a few years ago, I don't even see him turning up backstage to WWE. No, he did. So, right. I never so, thought he would
1: come back to wrestle, period. I
2: well, thought he was true.
1: done. I mean, right. I, I would been on record as saying like, I thought he'd be done. So I was very surprised when he came to AEW, but the fact that he showed up in AEW showed me that not only did i not know what i think i knew about him and i'm a guy that's met cm punk okay right, so right. i understand like i know a little bit more about him than some people might um but uh, i just i never thought he would do it you know and he did it so things change you know as time goes on people change you know i'm certainly not the same person i was you know 10 years ago 15 years ago I'm um, not radically different, but my mind may change about certain things. And The one thing that people have to remember, when if you're a Mark and you're out there saying, is CM Punk going to leave AEW? You remember, remember this. If you go to WWE, anybody that goes and signs a contract with WWE, you got to work. You got to go places. You got to do stuff. You got to constantly be like in the middle of a bunch of stuff and you got to be on the road all the time. True. Absolutely. CM Punk goes to AEW. Tony Khan has to do pull whatever strings to get this guy to come out of his comfortable retirement. So, he signs him a he basically makes him an offer he can't refuse. I'll pay you the money that you want. You have creative control on your contract. And, you know, we only work once a week here. So, CM Punk took the deal. And to his credit, not only did he take the deal, but if you remember when he came he was all over all the shows. He was on he was on Dynamite, he was on Rampage, he was doing commentary, he was doing promos in the ring, having matches with guys that aren't couldn't lace his boots, even though he doesn't wear boots, I think he wears shoes, but whatever he couldn't lace his wrestling shoes with the kick pads. Yeah, yeah, with the kick pads. So, you know, he definitely was trying to earn his money and that's just a great deal. Because if you have that creative control, which you won't have in WWE, let me remind you. Um, and you're going to be going back to the, a place that's controlled by people that don't like you. So, can anybody again tell me why he would want to do that and go back there?
2: Well, you just convinced me now, actually, vet. That's why you're the vet, dude. So, I mean, no, look, you're right. Why would he want to leave a cozy job like, you know, that he has at AEW? That is very true. I just find it interesting that it just would pop up to WWE, and thought, fuck it, I'm just gonna turn up. But, um, I mean, how true is even this AEW collision show? I mean, do you think we're getting this so-called collision show, and apparently it's gonna be based around CM Punk? I mean, it could be true, I don't know, um, sounds true. It's like
1: networks are always looking for more programming. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, they're going to have to figure it out. I think people are maybe speculating a little too much that the only reason this show exists is that so CM Punk can be separated from the other guys. I don't really think that's true, but I, I do think that they have so many people there and it's like getting TV time for all of them is really not enough. Um, no,
2: that's true. That's true. It, bit.
1: You've only got three hours, you know, total of original wrestling programming. And you could shuffle some guys off to Ring of Honor so that you can beat Ring of Honor guys on their show. Like, if you notice, if anybody watches Ring of Honor, it's like there's a lot of AEW guys that come in and go over Ring of Honor guys, which is kind of funny, but um, Dude, neither here nor me there. Thank you. will get you started. Okay, I'm going to get you started. But the point is, we're all there's a lot of people under contract and there's only so many hours in the week. So creating another two hour show and, you know, maybe doing a roster split or something like that. Um, you know, historically roster splits don't seem to work out, but um, I agree nonetheless, but I don't, th- I really don't think it's, it's anything to do with like, Oh, even though that's that is what they'll do. Like, I'm sure they will keep them Keep them separated, as the offspring song says. Yeah, I was but, gonna say that, <laughs> but uh, but I don't think that was the ultimate motivating factor. I think it's something that came up, and then Tony maybe looks at it as a solution to a problem, rather than. But if it came down to it, and he wanted Punk and the Elite on the same show, he would tell the Elite to just suck it up and deal with it, because you know. It, if it's between them and Punk, they're the ones that are going to go after all the work that Tony did to try to get this guy to come out of retirement after the time off and pay him all that money and all that stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: sorry. Sorry, young bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, breaking news though. I just got a notification, dude. I don't know if you saw this, but apparently, and it's got nothing to do with professional wrestling, but then again, he has appeared in wrestling, but apparently Jerry Springer just passed away. Mm. yeah i saw that yeah i just saw that now yeah that's crazy man i just got a notification So r.i.p to jerry springer man damn that's that's the end of an era that's for sure i mean he was getting up there in age but that's a bit of a shocker man but anyway um but yeah look you're 100 right if if you had to pick between the bucks and uh punk it's definitely punk but i've noticed and this doesn't necessarily mean anything but he does follow Kenny Omega and doesn't follow the Bucks. So, take that as you will. Yeah, I don't think there was any real heat there ever. And to be honest, I
1: I don't remember if there was... Like, I don't remember the Miz heat. I don't know what that started with either.
2: I have... I remember some sort of rumblings about him in the Miz. But, uh, yeah, I don't recall exactly what that heat was. But apparently there was heat. And apparently they buried the hatchet. More importantly, though... He seemed to have buried the hatchet with uh, Triple H.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Amazing. It's like
2: Vince McMahon's the guy that
1: kicks him out, but <laughs> the heat was with Hunter. Mm. You know, that's I'm, crazy, I'm, man. I'm quite sure Vince. If if all the stories and recollections were true, I'm quite sure
2: Vince was the one that didn't want him to go. You yeah, know? apparently he even cried, Vince. Yeah. Like apparently he was in tears. I don't know how much I can believe that, but because I just don't see him crying over CM Punk, but if that's <laughs> true that's kind of weird but uh yeah I mean right. he would have been like ah is that Phil Brooks here <laughs> get him out of here quick get yeah. him out of here damn yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to be been a fly on the wall that night man I don't know how long right. he was in the building for nevertheless it is interesting though that he was there mm-hmm. but um yeah I mean time will tell but I think you're right I don't think he leaves AEW it's just a matter of when he does appear back on AEW television but uh We'll see, I mean, man. As we'll a matter of fact, I think more people should look to show up on AEW, especially if they got
1: another two-hour show coming. I mean, think about it. One day a week and
2: some a little bit of creative control goes a long way, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely does, man. But speaking of a whack show, and before we get into Raw, I mean, hell, did you catch Dynamite at all, dude?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, man, I don't know about you, but I thought that show just stunk, man. Yeah, it didn't have any of the, my favorite
1: people on it, so I, I I could really miss this week. Although Orange Cassidy did have another
2: successful international title defense. So. Yeah, absolutely. With a guy that has lost all his matches in AEW, which makes him the number one contender for that mm-hmm. international title. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that's how you get uh, number one contender shots, mm-hmm. and and just all the shit they've done with with uh, Hobbs and Wardlow is just they've killed both of them, dude. Yeah, They're both, both of them are done. very dead. It awful, <laughs> yeah.
3: you know.
1: I I, I, mean, I I feel bad for those guys. Like, you, you, uh, you, there's a way that you could feature guys like that, and still not make them like the main attraction.
3: Right. You know, you, you, there's
1: good. a there's a way to do it, but it, if you don't want if you don't want them to be the main event, then you can book your way around that if you know what you're doing. But.
2: Now they're dead in the dead in the lower card too.
3: There's, oh
1: shit! It's
2: it's it's so bad. I, I guess um, apparently Hobbs is going back to his book. He's going to start snitching again. It seems so. Well, well see it, he did,
1: he did gr- he did grab up QT up against the wall and like start oh. choking him a little bit. So that okay, that always looks all. that that always looks good uh, when <laughs> any anybody that can do any damage to QT Marshall is is okay in my book.
2: The fact unintended. that he's still that he's still even like asking for answers with QT Marshall just blows my mind, man. He should have just dumped these guys. Why did he even need him in the first place, vet? Because someone thought it was a good idea. They thought it'd be entertaining.
1: The fact that QT Marshall keeps showing up on TV, someone's making a mistake, in my opinion. Oh, man, um, there's he's... no money there. Uh, everybody that he's training <laughs> is terrible. Um, that's that's one of the that's one of the handful of things that Jeff Lippman's right about. Uh, is that <laughs> oh, Q T Marshall he, has no value uh, oh, in the wrestling didn't business. Just say that. Well,
2: right. apparently he's been trolling with uh, Q T Marshall on the Twitter. So uh, yeah, apparently him and uh, Mr. Doctor Jeff Lippman have been going at it, which is kind of funny. But yeah, I mean, uh, don't give Lippman any more of a big head vet because. <laughs> don't worry, I take <laughs> him down every chance I get. So <laughs> please. He needs to be, you know. Even that
1: was a even that was a backhanded compliment, you know. Like, <laughs>
3: right.
2: I said, You're one of the few right. times he's right, right? So. Oh shit, it's a miracle. Well, mm-hmm. uh, look who we have here. Chris Winland says, "Yo, yo, vet." That's right. At,
1: Chris Chris Winland is a big fan of Pretty Deadly, and so am I. He I is. I think he's we're uh, we're we're looking forward to them showing up on a, a Raw, perhaps one day, or a
2: SmackDown. Hopefully, hopefully. But he also says Hobbs is writing his pen pal <laughs> scripts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, but he also asks a couple of questions, though, Vet. He says, Greetings. He loves asking this question. Any NXT call ups you want or predict to be drafted? Like Waller, Pretty Deadly, and some females about all without NXT TV, suffering top talent right now. Um, NXT TV I don't is see just it. suffering, period. Dude, I don't know how you do it every week, man. It's hard. It's very difficult. <laughs> how um, do you do it? I mean, Impact is a much better watch. I'll say that. Actually, yeah. speaking of Impact, though, apparently Trinity Far 2 is going to be debuting tonight on Impact. Yep. How true is that, Vet? Have you heard anything about that? Um, Yeah, I heard a little something about that, but I don't know. Uh, I guess mean, we'll see. Has she fallen really that far down at this point? Does it seem like... It, cause I don't know doesn't, what's going on with him, but Look, she walked out for a reason.
1: Right. Okay, and whatever that means. Like I know that fans on the on the surface of it, they just look at like, oh poor, you know, poor Trinity to leave the WWE and, you know, have to have to be an impact. Like that would be just so terrible, you know? Um, but <laughs> if she was if she was unhappy enough that she left on her own, then she doesn't want to be there. So
2: Whatever, I support there's, her decision. <laughs> you know, absolutely. I don't blame her. I mean, there's more to this, though. I, I truly feel, but I guess uh, time will tell, and we'll see what comes out in the future. But interesting, we'll see what happens. I'm sure mm. it'll be all over the internet tonight if she does appear. So we'll see. Um, Chris also asks, "It will be proven that Bron Breaker is not ready for prime time once they place him against Sheamus, Walter, Reigns, Lesnar, etc. <laughs> Do you agree, Ved?" That- <laughs> They're not going to place him against that. If, if they no place chance. him
1: against any of those guys, he will be ready. They're not going to do <laughs> it until he is. Right now, he's, they're going to be placing him against the likes of Mustafa Ali and, oh, you know, like.
2: And that's the, fine the, as long as those those he kind of all. Right. Yeah. And like you said, there's no way they're going to throw him right up into the deep end against those guys. It'll be at least a year away until he faces faces either one of those guys. And it'll start with uh, Seamus. And then maybe Walter, then uh, Les, and then Reigns. If you want to go in any particular order, but we'll see. I mean, I don't even know if he's going to be. I mean, do you see him coming up to the main roster like maybe this coming Friday? People want to say that they
1: speculate on that. They did take the belt off him, so there's something to it. The prob- here's here's a weird thing though. If you, I know you didn't watch NXT
2: this week. I didn't
1: but know. the way people the way people were handled on that show, it's like it led people to believe that those are the likely draft prospects. Right? Okay. Like interesting. But but the weird thing about it though is that it's all negative. So even though NXT is the same company, they're burying these guys on the way out. So for example, pretty <laughs> yeah, deadly, right? The right. probably the best tag team in the world, in my for opinion. Sure. I agree. Um and they they lost like some street fight the the trunk match where uh, Tony D'Angelo and and uh, you know stacks throw them in a trunk and then drive him to a river and supposedly dump the bodies in the river like and that's how and that's how they're supposed to get drafted they're supposed to get drafted from the river like like why would river, why would any if, if the draft if this if this shit was a shoot why would you why would you want to draft the guys that just got beat up and thrown in a river. Why wouldn't you draft the, the Italian guys then? Cause obviously they're better, right?
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so true.
1: It's so, it's so dumb. It's not like the old days in the territory when you were finishing up and you did a job on the way out. Cause nobody was watching your local TV. <laughs> so they wouldn't know. And then you show, show up somewhere else in the country and they had no idea that you just lost a match in a different part of the country. Everything's televised and it's all the same company. So wouldn't you want to make a guy look strong on the way out? Like why wouldn't you put a guy why wouldn't you put the guys that you're planning to draft from NXT, why wouldn't you put those guys over? Yeah, that way they look good going up. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's almost as if no one knows what
2: they're doing over there. <laughs> and you wonder how is that even possible? But uh I mean you've had the experience like being there, so I mean you would have seen some like can I ask you, Ven, I don't know, I've, I've, maybe I, I have asked you this in the past, maybe I haven't, but while you were like with OVW, and you did do a few appearances uh, also on WWE television, while you were in the back in WWE in particular, was it really as unorganized as you know the sheets sort of proclaim it is? I mean, is it really as bad as you think, or well, as I think, or well, is it just overblown a little bit?
1: Well, I was really only ever at this one WrestleMania. I didn't go to any of the TV tapings or anything, right. but um, it it didn't seem unorganized back then because they kind of this was sort of, sort of during the era where um, you know Raw and SmackDown were were split. I think Paul Heyman was kind of booking SmackDown at oh, that yep, time, yep. and. Uh, so they kind of had a routine you know i don't think it was like the way you hear about it now with the the late changes and stuff like that i don't think they were really doing that as much then so but i can't i can't be sure uh we heard about it a lot more in recent years than we did back in like the 07 08 you know back when i was active so uh yeah can't really can't really give you like a concrete answer on that but um it it was like back then it seemed like their stuff was more consistent it was just boring and or awful
2: definitely boring and awful yeah
1: like one of the things they would do back then is they would like if they wanted to have a match let's say they wanted to have like you know uh like chavo guerrero versus you know I don't know, MVP or something. They would have a match with Chavo Guerrero and MVP on SmackDown. Then they'd have another match the next week on SmackDown. Then they have another match the next week on SmackDown. And then at the pay-per-view, it would be Chavo Guerrero versus MVP. <laughs> so you've already seen it for three times before you uh, saw the pay-per-view where you're supposed to spend 60 bucks on.
2: Ballin'. Ballin'. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Big things popping, little things stopping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like people's pushes. So, uh, so they they did Uh, things differently back then and up until you know a few years ago that was to me the worst era of wwe television ever that mid-2000s era where it was always like cena and orton having matches all the time against each other and edge and edge sometimes like um but then um you know uh, after after like i won't say like uh around 2018 or so or 2019 that became the worst that it's ever Mm -hmm. been i think and it it continues to be very bad to this day as we'll soon talk about
2: which we will absolutely and um i think was there any more news i had to talk about here um there might have been but it doesn't matter oh wait
1: wait a minute wait a minute before you say it doesn't matter did you hear about (laughs) this
2: lawsuit oh yes that's what i wanted to talk about it's exactly just refreshed me yeah, what the hell is this bullshit about Vince McMahon getting sued or taken to court over racist storylines and discriminative storylines? I mean, come on. There's no... There is no... Surely there's nothing to this. I mean, if whoever's suing him, or is it apparently directors or, or uh, shareholders that are suing, they've got no chance in hell, pun intended. No, it's a former, it's a former writer that okay, was working Okay, even funnier. There
1: so yeah. what is it i don't Bella? no it was no it's a it's a, a an african-american female that was working there her name is i i want to say Brittany abrams okay and she's talking about like now here's the thing like unfortunately being racist i don't know if it's against the law so i don't know how much this lawsuit is <laughs> how far it can go and i don't know what all The but I guess it could be considered harassment because not Raka Khan, no,
2: because apparently she's also taking him to court. I know, I know, jimmy you said a writer, you said a name, I know, but Raka Khan's also wanting to take him to court. But anyway, continue on, please. Okay, don't mind me. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, I won't. Um,
1: so basically, perhaps it's something like, um harassment like perhaps it's harassment because what she's basically saying is that they were purposely like pitching stuff you know with her around and trying to like you know make it a racial thing like she's saying that there there was a pitch for a storyline uh where your boy uh shane haste back when he (laughs) was perhaps um maybe he was slapjack right then or tmdk yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, apparently they wanted to. Um, there was a storyline where he was gonna hunt Reggie, and have Reggie in a cage. Oh no! Um, like which still maybe it it might be better than scripts, but it's still it's it's it's, it's bad look, right? And oh, um, wow. what was some of the other so just some other stuff, but basically, yeah, I don't know exactly what all the lawsuit entails, but a lot of the stuff that she was talking about is, you know, stuff that was pitched in front of her it was insensitive or whatever. So,
2: but if it didn't go down, what is it fucking even,
1: Oh, it, it, it went down because one of the, it was funny. Cause I was looking at this article and in the article, they're saying that one of the alleged pitches was to have Apollo Cruz do an over the top Nigerian accent. And, oh. actually, and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Alleged pitches that happened. That fucking happened. It, it was, it, they did it for a year. <laughs> he was the oh, intercontinental you know, champion
2: with this gimmick. It, oh, that's not alleged. That's no, not no, alleged that's, at all. That is documented. That that is not alleged. And I will say this, and I've been on the record in saying this. I used to think it was borderline racist sort of thing when he was. Oh, they camp.
1: crossed the border.
2: They they did. definitely crossed the they border. Absolutely
1: did. But now it's Apollo's
2: crew. It's Apollo Crews'
1: fault for not saying no. He should have said no immediately and just let him fire him or whatever. I mean, but but. I, I, I really do think that, um, you know, if that if that's one of the things that she's talking about, then I'm sure all her other stories are true, whether they saw the light of day or not. But if her point is that she was constantly subjected to this, like they were ribbing all the time, like, hey, let's have a black man in a cage just because she's <laughs> sitting there like and they never had any intentions of doing it. I mean, yeah, that's harassment. How far can you go? You can sue for literally anything here in America. That's the great thing about it. Right right absolutely I mean I mean Jim Cornette very recently said that he said I've been in enough legal (laughs) situations to know that lawyers have told me you could
2: sue somebody for absolutely anything in America (laughs) Steven Peneu yeah (laughs) that's right (laughs) yeah well well look let's be honest man when Apollo Cruz was Yuha Nation didn't he kind of play a gimmick that was similar to that if if you are playing into your if your
1: own heritage of your own choice on your own independent dime right then that's fine right. if someone tells you hey you need to act extra nigerian and have you carry a spear to the ring <laughs> god that's when you get to stand up for yourself a little
2: bit i think but let's be honest did did the african-american community in the iwc really care that much about that they didn't really see it as racist per se Heck, I, I cared a lot of- i cared about it I did too. It bothered me. It it bothered me too. Absolutely bothered me. I used to say it all the time, and I used to think, "How the hell is this even coming through? Like, how? Like, how did this even get through?" But I heard it was Apollo Cruz's idea in the first place to do this gimmick.
1: I don't know. Well, apparently, apparently, Britney Abrams alleges that it was not. This idea. Interesting. Interesting. Well, wow. I mean, no, and even if it was his idea, that could mean he went to them and said, Hey, you're not really doing anything with me right now, but you know, I am Nigerian and I have this heritage and maybe we can do something with that. And then you let the white people run with oh, that shit. and you see what we got. Right? Like he, it's he no probably stuff. was like, this is not what I meant when I said this, you know what I mean? Like, oh, boy.
2: And you know what's sad? I can picture it too, dude. I can picture your Triple H's, especially Triple H, You'd be like, yeah, man, like, <laughs> just act like a, like, like a stereotypical, like, fucking Nigerian, right? Or African, dude. I
1: don't know about Triple H because you when think... Triple H had Apollo, he was just a regular guy. He just pushed him like a regular guy. There was nothing oh, else no, course, about almost, it. So, right. so, I don't know if, I think that was something that Triple H was probably embarrassed over. Or it was like a rib mean? on Triple H, like, Oh, this is one of your boys, huh? Well, guess <laughs> what? Now he's going to do this ridiculous cartoon, you know, 1940s Looney Tunes <laughs> gimmick.
2: But, then, but look at this. What about Kamala then? I mean, that's that's even way worse when you think about it, was, it right? Kamala wasn't okay.
1: We just were kids and we didn't know any better.
2: I mean, it was so, never okay. It was Ji,
1: never okay. Kim Ji was like his slave master, dude. I know. It, Which is but, crazy. But it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay back right, then.
2: Right. It just was. It was never okay. But did he? F- yeah. It's 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 fucked, dude. Either way, I mean, I mean, but he was a star because of that gimmick. I mean, hated or love it. it. It is what well, it in is. Fa-
1: in fairness, Jerry Lawler gave him that gimmick. That's true. And he That's gave true. it to him in a in a in a place that was doing lots of stereotypical gimmicks, whether it was white or black or whatever they were. You know, Jerry Lawler was wrestling mummies and Frankenstein's and all the kinds of bullshit too. So it's like we, we clearly get it. Memphis wrestling was stupid at times, but Memphis wrestling, dude. Oof. Yeah, but but they just took they just took him with that gimmick as is and brought him in the WWF. And
2: crazy, bro. It was
1: it was what it was, but I mean, it was it's it wasn't cool, but it was what it was back then. But now you should know better than to be doing this kind of stuff like
2: no, for sure man
1: yeah at, at the very least it's very poor office decorum <laughs> like you shouldn't be in that's a professional workplace right and so right,
2: right. yeah I don't know. well do you think she could win because of this actually do you think she's got a chance i don't know they might settle for something just to get it over well, that's, with that's what WWE does man they just keep going and going until they settle eventually You have got no other choice because they got so much money well, think about, you
1: think, think about this, Jimmy, just, just put in, and, and everybody else listening. Think about this. Just put this in your minds now make of it what you will, but let's a rough timeline of events. Let's say, okay. Triple H has a heart attack, right?
3: <laughs> Don't say that. All of
1: a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden when triple H is in the hospital, that's when Vince McMahon decides it's important to pay attention to NXT. And he goes down there and fucks everything up. Right. Okay, that happened.
2: That, that actually did happen. And right. get,
1: and and then and then what happened after that? Mysteriously, a bunch of sexual allegations came out against <laughs> Vince McMahon. Good point. Hmm. Uh, well, we we always Interesting sort of- how these it, we, you're right, we knew that they were always there, but like oh, nah, a new absolutely. new ones new ones came out, you know, like there's more like we keep we we had investigations, uh hush money, all <laughs> this stuff, right? And then and then, okay, so Vince McMahon has forced into a Twitter retirement, and then all of a sudden, you know, we he's like, I'm back. And then a few weeks <laughs> later, we have a deal now with Endeavor, right? Now we have a deal with Endeavor, and what happens? Another lawsuit. It's almost like somebody is trying to take him down. What I'm saying For is sure, your, man. Your, your ammunition For sure. is too weak. If you have anything real and you want to take Vince McMahon down, use it. If you've got an ace in your, up your sleeve, play it. Don't wait. Just get, if you want him out of there, get him out of there. But quit pussyfooting around it and just do it. Quit quit with this weak shit about, you know, racist pitches. You need to find some dead bodies and and tell the, tell the authorities where they're hidden. Okay? If you want to take down the king,
2: you best not miss. You know what, man? I've always said this when it initially happened. I feel it's it's Triple H and Stephanie that's leaking all this shit, man. It has to be. Just going Alleg- by what's Allegedly. going on. Oh, sorry. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, it looks obvious that Vince just can't stand Triple H anymore. Right. He Clearly, I'm sure he still loves his daughter, I think, but I'm not sure with Vince. But He I definitely mean, seems like the kind that could cut off a family member, right? Oh, easily. Well, actually, you bring up an interesting point. Did you watch that interview with Vince and Kennedy McMahon and Pat McAfee on Pat McAfee's show at all? Not all of it. A few months back, I've heard clips of it, dude. When when his family, he brought up his family, and he pretty much said he said it and like he said it like this. Sometimes, family disappoint you even more than uh, your business partners. You know, <laughs> like they're the biggest disappointment. Even like when you compare them to your own friends, family will disappoint you the most. And I thought, oh. I mean, yeah, him saying that, that is, yeah, man, That like him saying that. So I think it's got to be, well, it's got to be Stephanie and Triple H. But like you said, if you've got ammunition, fucking use it. Because I think, that, and I think they would, right? But I don't think they want to go there just yet. They want to see what they Yeah, they, they want to see do. if the weak stuff right. will work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it
1: never does. It didn't. You know, and that's why and, and for the for the people that were thinking like, well, you know, he, he never really left. Uh, he was always in charge. OK, but the fact that he left at all, even in public, like even if that was just a cover, the fact that he left since when have you known Vince McMahon to do anything like never, that? never,
2: never, He
1: never admits that he's wrong. He never, never takes an L. He, he <laughs> never would do that. So the fact that he fucking tweeted time to time to retire that that means he was scared of something and the fact that he came back means that something that he was scared of never came out which means that someone else still has it so if you got it you i'm not telling you how to live your life but you got to use it i think the only reason they don't want to is because they might be implicated in it if they Maybe. if they use it it's got to be something that's like well i'm not going down with him so
2: well Think of this, Vet. Remember the the rumors back in the day between Chrissy Hemi and Triple H. Also, not just Vince McMahon, but Triple H. So I wonder if that has anything to do with that, and if if those rumors had any truth to them, it's quite interesting. They probably do.
3: Probably, but do. again,
1: that's not enough. We tried the we tried the misconduct. We tried the, you know, we tried the hush money. It didn't it what it didn't stick. But like I said, the fact that he stepped down. And actually, physically retired, and they just swept him under the rug. Like, do you you remember when Stephanie came out and was like, you know, think about it. This is the guy that everybody credits for wrestling being what it is today. And Stephanie comes out. All right, so thank thanks a lot to Vince man for all the work. Now back to SmackDown. Like she she <laughs> That's cold, shit man. on him. Like like yeah. just fuck fuck out of here, old man. Thank like whatever you, man. we. Ain't, yeah thanks dad all right anyways forget that let's talk about smackdown it's like huh you just but vincent man just retired you you're not gonna make a big deal out of it no, no video package no no all, memorial <laughs> Yeah.
2: nothing Absolute so that nothing. tells
1: you that should tell you a lot you
2: guys gotta pay attention to these things right absolutely so. and he's still a witty old man i'm telling you man he still knows what to do to get around shit but it's catching up to him fast but he doesn't know what to do with the, the mustache, but <laughs> he's gonna be like, "Yeah, he wants a VKM mustache, ride right? <laughs> <laughs> you know Ha! I mean, I mean, seriously, homeboy says in the chat, "Yo, what up, homeboys? What's going on, homeboy?" Homeboy oh eighty-eight. What's cracking lacking? And uh, yeah, man, no, nah, for sure, you're you're 100 right. But let's get into Raw though, yeah, let's because do it. Uh, it is monday night raw from the rosemont uh, arena well actually it's the Allstate arena now in rosemont illinois just outside of chicago with secret cameo Uh, from cm punk yeah with the secret cameo from cm punk in the back it would have been cool if you just popped up that imagine that it would have been hysteria you know how they have all those cameras backstage that are always
1: recording stuff for like the the documentaries and the you know like the the profiles and all that stuff like i wonder if anybody got him with a camera while he was there and he's going to show up in like a an a and e biography next year of you know some some wrestler like he will be like look there's CM punk in the background talking to the miz
2: oh geez i can't believe it. it i mean it was absolutely interesting it destroyed the internet that that shit it really did but um did i mention Strong strong's in AEW by the way who cares right i mean come no, on you didn't you didn't mention it but that's okay it's all good he's wait, reunited wait. with his wife the problem oh god literally the problem uh <laughs> well, anyway the show opens up with Cody Rhodes making his entrance he gets on the mic and asks the crowd i hate this shit to be honest with you
3: vet, so but what do you
2: want to talk about so what do you want to talk about he says And apparently everyone wants to talk about the WWE draft. He says he could end up on Smackdown, but moves right to talking about how Brock Lesnar attacked him three weeks ago and starts taking his shirt off, telling us he has something he wants us to see. He throws his tie into the crowd to great applause and gets his shirt unbuttoned and also throws it to the same result. He shows us the scar where his pectoral muscle was repaired and notes that it's the first time back in that arena since Hell in a Cell. He says the match resonated with people, but he's never watched it back. He tells Brock to pick a spot and put another scar on him because it means he hasn't learnt the lesson from the first one. With that injury, he was able to defeat one of the best to ever do it right here inside of Hell in a Cell. And the reason why he doesn't give it a heroic spin is because he doesn't do anything, because he didn't do anything that night. Uh, he goes on to say he has sold out an arena prop him up on their shoulders and carry him to the finish line. He was in the most pain of his entire life, and we've had many milestones, but he never gets another chance to say, if he wanted to say, here and now from the bottom of his heart, thank you. As Finn Balor then makes his entrance. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Exactly. Shush. Uh, thank you. <laughs> he needs a shush for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of shushing, Finn Bellow makes his entrance. He tells Cody we've all got scars, but that's not why he's here, I mean he does say on his shirt 14 staples, bell or whatever the fuck it said. He saw what happened to Rhodes at Wrestlemania and that he had Roman Reigns beat and that he got screwed and he knows how that feels, but he got screwed because he had no one there to have his back. He says Rhodes has to be smarter like him because he's fighting the beast battered and bruised and this is a match he can't win, not on his own anyway. Cody says Brock is the only thing he's focused on. So, respectively, whatever Finn's selling, he's not buying it. As Balor goes on to say, if he respects him, he'll hear him out. And we all know that Cody Rhodes in the Judgment Day, Jesus, imagine that, would be unstoppable. He goes on to say, think about it. Rhea Ripley, SmackDown Women's Champion, Damian Priest put the biggest star in the music industry straight through a table. And Dominic Mysterio already proven that he's far greater than his legendary father ever was. Which is perhaps something Cody should try. He tells Rhodes not to make the same mistake again and let them have his back. Cody says he couldn't quite hear because the crowd was talking over Finn and he's done a lot for him but respectively he must decline. He will not be joining judgment day. Bella says that's a real pity because you're either with the judgment day or against the judgment day so watch your back. Cody says he must be smiling because he's under the impression that he's not medically cleared tonight because of what happened three weeks ago. But a few hours ago, he was cleared to compete, and he can't think of a better message to send to Brock Lesnar than to fight a little boy named Finn. Because that sends a message, right, Vent? Definitely. I mean. The message is change the channel. <laughs> so what do you Which want is to sad. It, like, I. I
1: <laughs> look, um, I hate the Judgment Day. I hate it. It's really, one of bad. the corniest things. This I I would sue Vince McMahon if I was in the room when they pitched this. Let's put it that way. Um, Can can you can you think of a way to take three people that are actually cool and also Dominic Mysterio and completely make me lose interest in them better than to give them this corny gimmick with a corny name and corny graphics and corny music (laughs) And corny clothes and corny merchandise. Just corny, corny, corny. It's it's all corny, like everything about it. It it doesn't even fit anymore. Um, the Judgment Day. What are they? Yeah, judging it was me? it was bad when Edge was in it. Like just just <laughs> yeah, the name true. of it. You you name yourself after a pay per view that the <laughs> WWE used to put on. That's true. Did like, did you said it, d- 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 say we're the Great Balls of Fire now? <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: don't put a pass yeah. until you do it. We're the, the Fast outrageous.
1: Lane. <laughs> <laughs> like what?
3: At the first lane, uh, We're the what, what, we're think...
1: the no mercy, you know? Like what? <clears throat> what is Anyway, so that that sucks, right? But like uh... they 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 lower the stock of everybody in it. Despite everything, all the points that Finn was making there about how Rhea's the champ and Damian Priest's got to put over a small rapper and all the, you know, all this <laughs> other stuff, right?
2: So name yeah. bad bunny, mind you. Right. A small rapper named fucking bad bunny. Think about that for a moment, David. I've been thinking about it. I'm done thinking about <laughs> it.
1: Uh Cody oh, shit. So so Cody is um Well I, see I don't know if I should talk about this now or later. Maybe I split Wait. it up. But you and I haven't talked about it.
2: Oh well, so well, I'll, let's so talk I'll, about it.
1: So I'll say this. What do you want to talk about? I wanna talk about <laughs> this.
2: I was waiting for that.
1: Cody, the WWE fucked up really, really bad at WrestleMania when they did not put the belt on Cody. I agree with you, man. They fucked up so bad. And you're seeing it play out how bad they fucked it up. Um, Because, look, this thing with Brock Lesnar, does this not seem like something that would have happened whether Cody won the belt or not? In fact, it makes more sense if he did win the belt. Because Brock can't challenge for the championship as long as Roman's the champion. So what would he do exactly. the moment somebody took it off of him? He would go after that person, right? Right. It's absolutely. almost like they planned out this thing, and they did everything except put the belt on Cody. Like, they they planned to do it. They planned to put the belt on Cody, and the bloodline streak or whatever, do all that stuff, and then... Vince McMahon or somebody else came in and just was like, no, we're not doing that. So you screwed up those plans and all the future plans and you ruined all the buildup to it by, by making that decision.
3: It was all now, for I nothing. know.
1: Yeah, for nothing. Now, I know that people argue like because they don't like Cody. If anybody's followed me for any length of time on Hami Media Group or even my guest appearances here on the PwC network, you should know, I'm not Cody's fan. Like in any way, but the fact that they sold me on the story and everything should tell you, yes, that was the move. You know, there's only one guy whose dad was Dusty Rhodes. I mean, there is another guy, but he's probably not (laughs) going to win. He's probably not going to win the (laughs) WWE championship. Okay. So, (laughs) so, so Dusty Rhodes only has one eligible son, right? That has this story, the whole Madison Square Garden story and all this other (laughs) stuff that you could tie in with the history of a legend, you have one guy that's never been the WWE champion. You Like, so many stars lined up, and they sold it to us. They made us really want to buy it, and we all thought they were going to buy it. And then they just decided not to do it, not realizing that, okay, now what? Now what? Who Who's going to beat Roman Reigns now that even matters at all? Like, no one can come up with a single compelling name for who's going to end the streak now. There's They have no one. So let's just Right, continue, sorry. No, so so what I'm saying is So Cody has to go out and try to make this thing make sense with Brock. Well, let me just let me just put this to bed with a little vet math, okay? It's like Steiner math, except it's really yeah. it, it 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 doesn't actually have any real numbers in it. <laughs> um so Seth Rollins, right? He beats Brock Lesnar in four or five minutes. Right. Beast Slayer. He's the Beast right. Slayer. He just absolutely. squashed. He just squashed Brock Lesnar. Right. Remember, we all remember I, that. Right. Absolutely. I guess they're hoping we don't, but we do. I remember right. that. OK, well, Cody beats Seth Rollins with one Three arm. Times.
2: Yeah, exactly. he beat him
1: with one arm. Right. So by that logic, if Cody's going to face the guy that Seth Rollins beat in five minutes with two arms, he should beat Brock in about two and a half minutes. Right.
3: I guess I lied. I guess
1: guess there was numbers in it.
3: Yeah.
1: It should take him half the time with both the arms. It should. So why am I excited about this match? I think Cody should go over really, really strong.
2: I just don't see that happening, though, man. I don't either.
1: But here's the thing. That's what should happen based on the stories they've told us.
2: Right. They should.
1: If he he can beat Seth Rollins with one arm, (laughs) that's where they fucked up, too. They should have never... They should have never put Cody Rhodes over in that match. They should have had Seth Rollins get some heat, get that win and tell more of Cody's story so that when he comes back it's even more meaningful that he's making a comeback because you know, he's got that injury and Seth Rollins like a bastard took advantage of it. You know, and like kicked the shit out of him. That should have been a squash. That Hell in a Cell match should have been a squash for Seth Rollins. As soon as Cody should took his been. his jacket off and we all saw that It should have been Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, stomp this poor kid and get out of here. You know, like it should have took him longer to put the cell up than than the match should have lasted. So, But now where they're trying to get us to say that this guy who easily beat Brock Lesnar, now we got to watch Brock Lesnar versus Cody?
2: I don't think it's much of a contest. Yeah, it's not. And also, wouldn't it have made more sense if Brock actually helped Cody win the championship? That way he gets you know, the number one contendership or a it would.
1: Cody? It would, but then that also would have, like, tarnished it a little bit,
2: I think. Well, either way, they've backed themselves into a corner here because sure. even though, to the fans' credit, they seem to still love Cody, so I'm surprised in many it's ways. It's not going to
1: last forever. That's another no. reason they needed to pull the trigger because eventually they will turn on him because Absolutely. it's Cody. He, he just no matter the more he tries to be a baby face the more sick of it people get so that's why it was imperative that they pull the trigger at the highest point because that's the most they're ever going to love him
2: so well no you're right it's spot on i've got a feeling though it was uh triple h that pulled the rug from right underneath him because let's be real if you remember it was vincent man that flew over to to georgia to marietta georgia to actually sign Cody Rhodes in the first place. So technically he's a Vince McMahon guy when you, when you really think about it. Right. So. Well, I thought Vince was possible? running everything from
1: behind the scenes, pal. So <laughs> why wouldn't he yeah. override that decision and put the belt? Cause he doesn't want to. Cause they, cause I, I understand people not wanting to make Cody the
2: guy, but they should have not pushed him so hard. Then if that's the
1: right, case,
2: look, the only plausible thing though, to be fair, I mean, He did sort of come back at number 30 at the Royal Rumble, right? Which was a bad move, in my opinion. But I understand why they did that. Because they also wanted to keep him and Sami Zayn separated as much as they could in the Rumble. Because Sami was red hot at the time. And, you know. But the thing is, it doesn't look good on Cody to come back after all this time off. Draw number 30. Still, it took him like 20 minutes. Or if not more. To actually win the rumble in the end, and then you know, look, I just don't understand why you win the rumble. You go through all the trouble just to be a loser at main It wasn't WrestleMania supposed to be the show yep. where you get your come up ins, man. Like, okay. do you know what I mean? It was. And remember your dad, dad is Dusty show. Rhodes, exactly. So when people when people are saying, "Oh, he'll
1: win it at SummerSlam," are you fucking kidding me? Cares. Are you kidding? SummerSlam, SummerSlam. <laughs>
2: SummerSlam pal the
1: prestigious SummerSlam? <laughs> We're gonna win at
2: SummerSlam?
1: <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. It's... Listen, listen, Media M five. It doesn't matter what the fuck <laughs> anybody said in WWE. They're gonna say whatever they're told to say. The truth is, they had us buying this and if they just wanted to jerk us around and laugh at us, that's bad business. Period.
2: It is bad. Business. There
1: are there are very few times when you have so many perfect things that you need to do. And after Cody wins that belt, nothing matters after that. He could lose it the next night to Elias for all anybody cares. the The point is that he gets to the top and wins it, finishes off the bloodline. So now they're in trouble. And you know, look look at what's happened since then. Roman's gone, like he would be if he lost. The the. <laughs> We're still having this Usos and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens shit every single week. They're having different conversations and variations on matches and throwing solo into the mix and all this other stuff. Like they would be doing that anyway if Cody was the champion. It's all the same shit, except you made the wrong move at Mania. You did the wrong finish. But everything else that you've done afterwards is the same as it would have been. So. Well, you're right. And for the people that say a thousand days, fuck you. No one cares. <laughs> it's doesn't matter how many days it is. Bruno San Martino had that shit for like six years. You will never beat that record ever. Plus. Yeah, that's six years in one reign. An- another reign of multiple years. So th- a thousand years? A thousand days means absolutely jack shit. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It sounds good, but okay, now you got a thousand days and So what, so what is Cody going to win the next time he gets a shot and then he's going to, what is he going to say to build that matchup? My dad is still dusty Rhodes. He still had a dream. I still had a dream. Like you're just going to repeat all this shit you did all the, with you and Paul Heyman in the ring crying. Like because you're telling a real story between this the two of you that's personal How that hell? we can all that we can all emotionally buy into? Are you just gonna say it all over again? Like, hey, remember last year uh when I said this thing? Well,
2: it's still true. You can't do it. That was your shot and you fucking blew it. You blew it hard, man. I mean speaking of blowing it, uh <laughs> have you have you heard of uh promo Joe? No you haven't you've heard of of Mania, right obviously yeah dude can I show you something where you're gonna laugh your friggin nuts off and it's got to do with Cody since we're on the subject of Cody because it's fucking funny dude I'm not gonna (laughs) I'm not gonna lie it is absolutely hilarious but I gotta uh, find it quickly but the thing is man they blew it big time they should have just pulled the trigger it was the right time to do it the fans wanted it I mean, there's fans. I mean, you know uh, the Dollar King Kevin Panetta, right? Of course. course. I mean, he's gone to the point. Absolutely, he's gotten to the point where he doesn't want to watch. That's it. He's not watching professional wrestling or WWE in particular. Period. Because Cody didn't win. That's how good for him. (laughs) That's it. Good for him. There's better things in life to do than this. But that's how. Even though
1: we're always welcoming back the Dollar Club you know, wrestling podcasts anytime they want, but I'm I'm happy for him if he's able to, you know, <laughs> wash his brain out of this shit.
2: I mean, it's, it's crazy, bro. It is absolutely crazy. And but... we're not
1: even done talking about this. We're just done talking about it for now because later on in this show, we're going to have even more uh, fuel to this fire.
2: And I feel like getting to that point, should we just skip ahead, do you think? I mean, really... Is there really much to talk about other than Legato Del Fantasma or the LWO are still losers with a capital L who lost to the Usos? I mean, seriously, Legato just loses at this point, dude. Who cares about this LWO? Who cares about this new entrance theme that they've got? They just loses, dude. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. And as I was saying, the Usos do get the win there. But let's go to... <laughs> We've got to talk about this. So, we're getting a new world championship, right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yes, it's true. And get this. And get this. <laughs> Jeez. Don't mind my pun over there doing silly things. But anyway, the thing is, they're going to take about now away from Roman Reigns. So, I assume if Cody wins this championship, this version, who gives a shit? Yeah. It means a- nothing even more. I mean, mm-hmm. who cares? It's just Roman's left, leftovers, man. Exactly. It's not going to be good for Cody to win, win it like that. It's just, that's not the way you do it, man. No. And it's lazy on top of that. Is this your only way of actually getting the belt of frigging Roman?
1: It seems like they had a better way. It seems like they could have had Cody win it.
2: They could have, <laughs> but see, which, is, which is even more stupid, right? This is what drives me nuts. So, what was all that for then again, for right. nothing for yeah, absolutely well, nothing, because you've just taken the belt away from him now, so all that build and all that and that win for Roman done absolutely nothing for Roman now, right it just hurt business, man yep, I mean, yeah, so you you
1: got um you got a consolation prize, basically, you invented <laughs> a consolation prize, excuse me right exactly and so prize. so not only are you burying. You're burying Roman by saying, "Well, your championship doesn't mean anything because we can just make one up at any time." Like (laughs) we, we, you've got two championships right now. We could just make this one, you know. Like we could make a fourth (laughs) one if we had to. We'll make as many world championships as we need to. Uh, And then, um, yeah. So there's that, but then it also devalues Cody because it's like he's not gonna want this, you know. He's well, not going to like the character of Cody would not want a belt that just came out of
2: thin air. He would want the belt that he wanted. He would want the legacy belt. So yeah, what is this belt? Is it the world heavyweight championship or the legacy belt? See, I'm confused. It looks like it looks like, well, I don't
1: know if this explicitly Triple H did. He He came out right and he did a promo introducing right. this belt. i don't recall anywhere in the promo where he said that this was supposed to be like some other championship it was he made it seem like it's a brand new championship right and i'm confused. it looks like the kind of world heavyweight championship they used to have with a big ugly wwe logo (laughs) in the middle of it not as big and ugly as their other two belts but still pretty pretty gaudy um but it kind of resembles the other belt, you know, in a way it's definitely inspired by it. And, uh, so like, are you, which that belt was absorbed into the WWE championship, you know, years and years ago, the undisputed championship. Right. Right. So, so they've had, they've had those, like they've had a version of this. So if he's extracting that back out of one of Roman's belts, then that's one thing. Um, but it doesn't really matter. The The main idea, though, is that you're just saying that you have a world... You're, you're, you, the promo he cut was talking about, you know, we need a champion that's going to be here on a weekly basis or whatever. You know, which you're basically saying even though Roman's around a lot more than Brock was when he was the champion, but you're saying that's not cool anymore. Um, so, so we're just going to make a new belt. Um, no, if that's really an issue for you guys, that's why you put the belt on Cody who will be there every week. That was the whole point. You wanted a working man's champion. That was Cody Rhodes. That's what it was. And you, you, you booked him to lose. And then you bring this other belt out of nowhere. So why did he lose? You're not making sense with your own booking here. And we know that they couldn't just make this championship like on the, you know, at the last second, they had plans to do this. You know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of, when it comes to like creating these type of things and then the merchandising that follows, you know, it takes a long lead up time for this. You got to design it. You know, you got to have these designs approved and then you got to go into making it and it takes time to make these things like, you know, so they, they already knew they were going to do this some time ago,
3: right. but
1: maybe the belt itself was going to be something different. Maybe they were going to have like, I don't know, a, whatever, a television champion. <laughs> I don't know. Like anything would be better than what they did though, which yeah, is basically, that's... it's basically shitting on everybody. It's shitting on Roman, shitting on Cody. Whoever wins this, it's going to be like again the the runner up. Like, well, you're not the real, real champion of the company. You're kind of like a if you're a substitute champion. Like, if Roman's too busy to be here, you can
2: be the champ for the night. He's too, too busy. <laughs> uh, again, this is Roman's leftovers. That's all it is. And um, I, Homeboy says an interesting. It looks like the WCW Ric Flair belt with a W on it. I think he's yeah. talking about the one previous to the big gold belt, if you remember that. It does kind of look similar to that, as a matter of fact. Kind of. Yeah. It's and all the same to me. Well, yeah, exactly. And he says, I'm going to buy the old school WF winged belt. I've always wanted to buy that too, to be honest. But if this doesn't cheer you up, vet, I don't know what will, man. I know all the negativity about Cody, but this should make you feel a little better, man. Trust me when I tell you this. Check this out. You wanna know what's more embarrassing than laying there surrounded by
1: 80,000 people with a rubber chicken a foot away from your head? (laughs)
3: Ha 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 ha!
2: come on dude that was funny i feel bad for the people that are listening to audio only On this, <laughs> i mean seriously the fucking chicken man that, i mean that's that was, the only way that was the can... shits jimmy boo oh, boo yourself oh, oh come on come on man that's that's kind of funny you took it all away you took it all away literally took it all away just to get roman's leftovers dude like I and like for says fuck on me <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on man. seriously yeah ah uh, oh, well i mean yeah. what could have should have would have didn't and that's what matters here and uh i guess he's nothing more than the grandson of a plumber dude that's it that's it man it is what it with is with the neck tattoo a bad neck tattoo at that even though i'm actually used to it at this point but uh it is what it is um anyway let's move on i know there was a few other matches i mean the street profits win by pinfall against uh shelton and cedric alexander big whoop over there uh was there any other matches uh not really we had a a bit of uh damage control interaction in the back and not really much to really say there but uh yeah i mean was this honestly. the show was this the show a true stratus's promo yes i believe it is as a matter of fact um i think that's coming up shortly soon i think wasn't it just a um a vignette like of of a promo from the week before i don't that's why i was asking right i'm pretty sure that's all it was but what do you think actually about the true stratus heel turn as a matter of fact terrible Yeah, it's it's not believable, dude. It's just, even though it was dead obvious, like, when it was happening, but (laughs) whatever. You can can
1: always tell when they're going to do it in the moment. You don't really see it coming in terms of the way they're, you know, leading up to it because it doesn't make any sense. So, it's like, why would you do it? So, that's why we don't see it coming, but they think that's good enough. They think that's a, that swerve is enough of a, a surprise. Well, surprises are good. But only when they make sense And then you look back and like Oh I should have seen it coming but you didn't They're not good when You don't see them coming because they make no sense And then when they The surprise comes it's like yeah that makes no sense
2: It makes no sense But it doesn't matter at this point Because if it don't make dollars It don't make sense
1: Why would you, bring a, why would you bring a beloved legend back to be a heel
2: <laughs> I, I have no clue can you explain that to me? I mean, whose idea was this? Honestly. Unless,
1: unless the unless the legend is a heel, you would you? Why would you want to bring somebody back for like a nostalgia feeling just to be a heel? Are you saying that nobody under contract for you can be a better heel than like a retired like a retired wrestler from an era where women's wrestling sucked?
3: <laughs>
2: Stratisfaction guaranteed, vet.
1: Is she the best you got? Stratus Stratus (laughs) is the best heel you got. You were like, man, remember all those great Trish. The breast. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Remember all those.
1: Hey, Jimmy, what's your favorite? uh, What's your favorite Trish Stratus promo of all time? When she was barking like a dog, as a matter of Mm, fact. Exactly. Because that's the only (laughs) thing anybody remembers from that
3: era.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying. Just saying. Don't blame me. Blame, uh, you know, the old man with the mustache. And this is not This is not meant to be like I'm not trying
1: to take shots at Trish Trish should be Respected and Like when she comes back to TV She should be spotlighted in a way Where we're all happy to see her She shouldn't just be there on random Raws like just tagging Along with Lita and Becky Like just here it's and also Me like they have a match at Wrestlemania She's like and me too Like
2: what? Just, like, hello. Yeah, just so you could do this? And then what? Oh man. You know to match then with then Becky? What? And she loses, and that's that. She goes back to Toronto.
1: Yeah. And it's like, oh great. Becky beat a retired old wrestler.
2: <laughs> I know. As, As she, she should. That, <laughs> right. And that really puts Becky over because let's be honest. Becky's kind of cold right now, dude. And uh I'm not sure if this little uh you know program with she shadows does anything for her even though she's gonna win it and then what like you said so what there's uh, they have cooled becky off um there's got to
1: be something there personally like behind the scenes do you think so has to be Mm. and i don't know why you would do that she's one of your top you know like your top people one of your top merchandise people draw draw like whatever she's a star you know so again they're they're whatever
2: it is um they're doing damage to their own business they need to be doing damage control right here right now funny enough pun intended literally
1: right yeah what is it you know what even is that like those okay look you you could that there's there's some universe out there in the multiverse where you could take those three people bailey eo and dakota there's, there's a universe where you could get something out of them, but it ain't this universe and it's not them the way they're doing it. it, it it's, you can't just have people exist on TV and have them get over. They've got to do things, you That's know, true. stuff that matters. Um, and it's just not working out. And we know that we've heard, or we, we, we've heard at least that Bailey had an idea for something like this, but these weren't the people that she had in mind. I, don't, I, I shudder to think what who she would have had in mind because there's a, there, there, there's a lot of people who aren't even as good as these two so who is who is Bailey gonna get?
2: Do you think she's really that upset you know like in the back I mean she's been doing a lot of uh, sort of coded tweets recently if you know what I'm saying like who Bailey? bailey right i mean there's been rumors that she could want to join uh you know sasha banks or shall i say mercedes Manet, mm-hmm. in uh stardom i don't know how real or how true that is but she has been making trips to japan to like support her friends so could that be a possibility she is did a She, did she go to did she go to japan yeah dude she was at wrestle kingdom and also when she won the the new japan or well, iwgp women's championship she was also there so yeah she was absolutely okay well that was on her backyard so of course she was there right absolutely well, she's from san jose's and she is a matter of fact so yeah but she did make the trip to japan for wrestle kingdom 100 percent. yeah all right well that's fine but um so yeah i, I think
1: uh i don't know um People are lo- people that have been in the WWE for a long time are probably looking for ways out, because they probably stacked their money there. So now money's not an issue, and now right, they're just absolutely. looking to, looking to do something fun that they want to do. Um, money, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bailey's done pretty much whatever she can do. There's nothing left,
2: so why stick around? Ding dong, hello. I mean that's right. still that's an all-time great. I love that fucking term. First of I all, you, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Chris willen says TNA was good TV f- for as short as they lasted, and apparently I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, wow. <well, laughs> <okay. and> apparently, <laughs> nobody was was- injured. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, I don't
1: know. But she was cooled off even before she was injured. She's been cool while she was there. She was cool during that whole program as a tag team champion. She was cool. True. And she's been cooled even before that. She She's
2: basically been cooled since she's been back. She's cooled off Becky Lynch. She's not the man anymore. Uh, actually, this is a good point also. Where's Asuka Bean vet? What the mm, fuck has happened
3: to
2: her? I don't know. She, uh...
1: I think she's been posting on social media, but she hasn't oh, been wow. on the shows. That's strange
2: too, dude. Maybe, look, you know what's funny? To, look, the shows the last few weeks have been pretty horrendous. Let's be honest, right? Raw, SmackDown, just, I don't know, man. Both shows have been pretty Raw horrendous. Raw is borderline unwatchable. True, but I felt this week's Raw was a little better than the last few weeks. And I say well, you that were wrong. just. You were wrong, Jimmy. But now that we're talking about it, because it's funny. like <laughs> You always, do, really. this. You always do this. I know, but it's fucking true, man. For some reason, every time I've kind of liked the show... Because when I watch this shit, I almost want to block out the, sh- the bad shit all the time, right? But then when I go over it after the fact, I realise how bad of a show it truly was, right? And now looking back on it, the way we're talking about this shit, it really was a bad show. And the way you you've explained certain things it's a mess like it truly is a mess that everyone's in purgatory right now other than roman reigns and brock Lesnar does whatever he feels like it and cody continues to ask what everybody wants to talk about but clearly he doesn't want to talk about winning that belt i guess i just i'm confused man if i was cody
1: rhodes if cody rhodes was a real person like that (laughs) if that because we know we know he's a real but like Cody Runnels is a real person but like if Cody Rhodes the character was a real person as soon as they unveiled that belt you would think he would go and grab Kathy Kelly and be like hey (laughs) interview me right now what is this bullshit (laughs) you know you're just gonna bring belts out of nowhere and stuff and I have to sit here and you know work work my ass off and beat 30 guys in a Royal Rumble and all this like he should be pissed that that belt exists
2: he should be but he's not I mean, his body language sort of says otherwise at times, so I won't lie. But uh, yeah, he should be. But uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with this company, but it just blows my mind after all that shit we had, all that build-up to WrestleMania, and then they bring out this belt just to strip (laughs) Roman Reigns and done all this shit for nothing. What I would have done personally if you want to try to salvage Cody Rhodes at this point I would have had those belts on the line at, at Money in the Bank. Both championships, where Roman has to be in the Money in the Bank. It's not for the briefcase, it's for the championships. And whoever grabs either one of those belts wins, right? So you split. That's how you split the belts. That's a simple way of splitting it. Still messy. Nevertheless, it's an easy way out, right? But,
1: but I guess you're not even... You're not they're not even really split belts. It's supposed to be one unified title, but they didn't give him a new belt to carry around. They just make him carry around the two other the the two old belts. Right? And think about this. Well they they created the universal championship out of nowhere too. True. And then that's what people were saying when I was talking about that on, you know, yesterday with, with Big Ray on the next level wrestling review. They were like, Well, they've been doing this since you know, whatever. And I was like, I didn't say it was okay when they did it before. I, exactly. I I didn't like when they just randomly make a universal championship. Like, what? That's so corny sounding, and it looks exactly like the other one, but you just put a red leather strap on it. So it's the same <laughs> logo you? with a red colored strap, and this one's got a a black a colored blue. strap. Like, and well, blue it's blue. Watch. It's blue now, but back then, <laughs> yeah. that right. WWE championship had like a black. Uh, you know, wasn't the was it the Rock that had that? First, it was what? like the Cena spinner belt all the way up until the, Rock, the, right. the until Bull. until the Rock beat CM Punk, and then they changed that design oh, to that yes. plain ugly look that it one. is now.
2: Right? No, no, you're right, spot on. Because Rock was
1: like, "I'll be damned if I'm going to wear a spinner belt." Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: do you blame him? Actually, at one point no. it stopped spinning though. Yeah, they actually, st- yeah, but yeah, it didn't spin anymore, so right. th- God, that was so bad. That was bad too. The WWE's been fucking up belts for twenty years. I understand why they're doing this. It's all a fucking thing to sell merch, dude. That's all it is. Bro, you could sell you could sell any any merch for any reason. I know, but that's I uh, that's the only logical thing I could come up with on why they continue to do this. I mean, if they if
1: they if they created a brand new belt. And said, "This is the world television title belt." They sell <laughs> about as many copies. These things are expensive, right? So oh, e- sure. even though they even though they're like four hundred bucks or whatever, not everybody's can afford to buy these things. So it's probably they probably break even on
2: it, if I had to guess. Ah, uh, but then judging by going when you go to the wrestling and you see how many Mark Tars actually got those championship belts, I don't know, Vet. I mean, they seem to make a a real killing. I've been close to buying the Wing championship belt so close and it was the ultimate warrior one do you remember the light blue one mm-hmm. i saw that at my local store where they it's basically a wrestling store where they sell just all wrestling figurines how just much do they want for merch. that you know what man it was cheap dude at the time this is a few years ago but it was like 350 bucks was like mm. damn i should buy that that's actually quite cheap but uh especially in australian dollar right so mm i was close to buying it and then i just thought eh, but what am i gonna do with it really like
3: i'll feel You're, like
2: a you proudly display it there behind you. I'll, oh no it would probably be displayed in the background definitely but this is long before podcasting obviously but also there is no way i would bring my championship belt to a fucking event i'll just feel like the biggest like, well not only that card. but you got to
1: carry it around yeah because i'm a champion and they're heavy <laughs>
3: They are. They actually. Did you get up, you gotta go to the bathroom. You got your. <laughs> that's probably like- the best use.
2: <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, Medium Five says, "Don't forget, Selena Vega can beat Rhea because she's Puerto Rican." That's not happening, dude. There's no chance in hell that that that's even gonna happen. There's no way it's happening. Maybe like via some sort of. Uh, wait a minute. What is there a matchup like a team matchup? What's going on between these two? A backlash. They're they just having a match. Ah, this is gonna match. win, dude. Doesn't matter if it's in Puerto Rico. Come on, hey, Mikey. does does uh does
1: Zelina actually come out with Legados anymore? Doesn't look like it. I haven't
2: I haven't been paying that close attention, but <laughs> no, I, I haven't noticed her. And let's be honest, man. First of all, do we love having the hometown heroes lose in their hometown? So there's no chance she's gonna win i mean bad bunny's winning that's for sure there's no ifs or buts about it bad bunny is definitely gonna win and Rey mysterio will win that's your guarantee but uh, as far as Zel- uh, Zelina vega hell no man Look, just nah she's just not on rhea ripley's level at all but anyway vet let's move on though back to raw because uh we do have a women's matchup I don't know if you really want to talk about it cuz I don't but Bianca Belair Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez uh against uh Damage Control in Bailey Dakota kai and, e- and EO Sky and of course Bianca Belair Liv Morgan and Rodriguez win by pinfall via KOD from Belair onto Bailey and that's that anything to really report on when it comes to this match Vet? or do we just move I didn't
1: the- yeah I didn't I didn't pay close attention to the to the mechanics of this match however did i however um if you're beating anybody in this match why is it not dakota uh good
2: question i have no idea
1: why would you beat bailey in this maybe she's
2: getting punished dude okay well there's your answer it is what it is sir jam what's up sir jam he goes on to say in the chat grown men at shows that have those belts ridiculous I kind of agree, man. Well,
1: they're not as grown as you, Sir Jam. Nobody's as grown as you are.
2: (laughs) When I first saw Sir Jam, I was like, what the fuck, dude? He showed me a picture of himself with Sheamus. Right, we've all seen that picture. Right, he dwarfed Sheamus, dude.
3: It's
2: like, what is that, Adam Cole? Oh, my God, it's Sheamus. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, man. He's huge, man. He's huge, as Chris would say. Uh, Anyway, like I said, who cares about this match and why did Buddy eat the pin? Only Vinnie Mac and Triple H apparently know. Well, next maybe we CM get, Punk knows. Maybe he switched maybe, the finish. Maybe. Maybe he did. Well, Austin Theory makes his entrance next vet because... Uh, Yawn. Uh, come on. He's not too bad. Uh, he gets on the mic to talk about his opponents for backlash in Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley. He says the greatest United States champion of all time, that he's the greatest United States champion of all time, but he gets no respect and had no say in his opponents for this match. He calls out the new World Heavyweight Championship and says it shouldn't be on the pedestal, I agree with him on that, actually, vet. it should be around his waist though apparently. But instead of being handed that title, he's in a triple threat where he doesn't even have to lose his title. To lose his title, he says he's living the dream, and then enter Bobby Lashley. He gets in the ring and on the mic to confront theory saying that the only problem he has with Austin is that he's holding his title. He asks when he's going to stop running away from his from obstacles. He should be running towards, and he knows how tough he is, but he doesn't think Theory knows how tough he is. What is it? Is he lazy? Does he not want to work? Or is he scared? He should be welcoming every opportunity to fight for that title, because he would, and Bob says he requested the triple threat. Theory says, well, he's that good at, at requesting matches, where was his match at WrestleMania? Lashley And the laughs. crowd was like, Oh... I know. It's so corny, bro. This is so corny. Lashley laughs it off before saying he should knock Austin's teeth down his throat. Theory actually agrees and tries for a cheap shot, but Lashley ducks and then double legs him and they brawl out to the floor. Lashley puts him in a barricade and beats him down. And then Bronson Reed appears to beat Bob up and he and Austin work together to take the almighty down... They sandwich him into the post, take him inside, and Theory hits an A-Town down while Reed laughs. He turns around and Bronson Freight trains him and follows it with a senton. Ah, I don't even want to continue on, but uh, that's that. You don't Um, have to. I'm not. That was just ridiculous. Why does Lashley want the United States Championship anyway? Shouldn't he be requesting for the World Championship? Seriously. This new World Championship or the old one? (laughs) I don't know whatever man like, I don't know what. there's so many he's... belts
1: I don't know which one he should want now he's confused oh, God, which one do you man. think CM Punk would want
2: <laughs> all I know is he would want any of those belts and to be the main event at Wrestlemania that's all he cares that's about right. dude. and they still won't give it to him even and with the
1: lack of star power <laughs> uh, I think uh, yeah so here's the thing whenever Austin Theory comes on screen I normally just get bored like really you quick you really don't like him that at all He's boring. He's just so boring.
3: Hmm. It, I'm a fan I don't of his, know how yeah. you
1: can. I don't know how you can really have, like, what looks to be on paper, like all the tools, and then fall so short all the time. I really don't. Because um, oh, you can't oh, really oh. say much bad about him. You can't say his look is bad. You can't it's say not. his promos are bad. You can't say his matches are bad. He's you can't an say, all-rounder, bro. He, he can do everything except make me care. Wow. I don't know why. Like, I
2: guess Cena was right after all, right? Yeah, that that was a shoot. Everything Cena said was a shoot. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And then he
1: looked dumb for saying that and then losing and you know, putting him over. So he should have said a different promo, but um nonetheless, uh that was that and that's ancient history now. Um Yeah, and were we making fun about that on the Monday locker room recently? <laughs> probably were. And now you know, now more lost- more to the point. oh the kids. the kids. Yeah,
2: the kids, exactly.
1: <laughs> More to the point though, um, Bobby Lashley. Remember when Bobby Lashley was in, in Impact and he was just cutting promos left and right? Like, where's that guy? Who is the this P-tail writing poo, this shit? who is this shit who is writing this shit for Bobby Lashley, making him sound like he can't do a promo? I know he could do a promo. I used to hear him do it all the time. And this this <laughs> WWE version of him, it's like they still think it's 2005 when he wasn't good at promos. Like, they still think he's that guy. They forgot that he went and had this whole other run in other places. I don't
2: care about that, dude.
1: I know they don't care, right. but it doesn't matter. Like, it's it, the fact is, it's true. He doesn't need their their terrible, ri- terribly written scripts uh, anymore.
2: Well, think about this. This is the same guy, the same WWE guy that would bend over and split his ass cheeks, basically
1: yeah and he should have just said no i'm not doing that but bobby's a very nice man and he won't stick up for himself uh because for some reason uh he feels like he's more of a professional just doing whatever he's asked which you know it you it's a it's a it's a tricky subject because you On the one hand, you're being paid to do whatever they tell you to do, so you should just do it. On the other hand, many people throughout history have refused to do things that made them look stupid, and it's like they get pushed even harder. So, what what really is it? What really is the right thing to do? Should you stick up for yourself or be a doormat? Bobby Lashley's a nice guy, so he's probably going to lean more towards doormat, but he should be like, nah. Not bending over with it. No, I don't need Leo Rush to talk for me. No, I'm not <laughs> gonna. Cheap. I'm I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna run an obstacle course for Sami Zayn. No, we're not doing any of this stuff. He should have said no, 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 no. Instead, he just goes along with this, and yeah, now he's
2: he's 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 fighting over a United States Championship that means less than nothing. And the thing is, he should know his worth, man. So he shouldn't be afraid to speak up. But, you know, funny you bring that up, though, because I I don't know if you caught the Stone Cold uh, podcast with Bobby Lashley, actually, a few I months did. back. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say on that actual show that if he doesn't like something, he won't do it? He specifically said that on the show. I remember that. Like, for example, hence why we got all that fuckery between himself and Brock Lesnar because there were certain things he didn't agree with. Yeah. He actually even said he wasn't going to agree about dropping the title back to Brock in Saudi Arabia, but he did in the end. That's why I believe he wasn't injured during that time. That was just all okay fabe just to make him drop the bat and give a reason why he dropped the bat at the time. You know what I mean? Well, if he could stand up for
1: himself on things like that, then he could definitely look at whoever handed him this piece of paper and say, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to go out there and say what I want to say. Who still, like, who in the back in WWE loves the line, "I'm gonna knock your teeth down your throat"? (laughs) Because you hear people say that all the fucking time. They've been saying it since, bro. Bret Hart said that back in like '92 or something like that, and they've they've been doing it ever since. Yeah, but especially a a lot lately. It's a Pritchard thing, yeah. You're probably right. He's the only person that was still there around that time. Hundred percent, even though. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but they gotta stop it because having different, having completely different people say the same line on your show it sounds really bad.
2: It does, and it continues to go on. Uh, Sir James says, "Agreed, vet. The kid is boring. Bring on Grayson and Waller." And I'm I'm assuming he's referring to uh, uh, what's his name, Maytown yeah, Down. Right, dude. What do you think of Grayson Waller, man? I'm a fan of his, not because he's a fellow Aussie or and whatnot. It's not because of that. I actually love his attitude. And I know because a lot of Americans don't understand his kind of uh demeanor. I've I've explained this in the past, but it's he uses a thing called the Eshe Aussie sort of uh like sort of thing. Like it's a thing down here. And Eshe just- is like a like a dude that wears, you know, the fanny pack, thinks he's sort of top shit. It's kind of like a jail fucking uh thing too here in Australia. Like they've got their own way of talking. Yeah, if you're not from Australia, it's hard to kind of explain. It's it's like a thing, a way of life, man. They always wear the Nike TNs <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, look into it. It's called esche. That's exactly what Grayson Waller does. I'll, Yeah, kind of like Jersey Shore, but not exactly because it's kind of an Aussie twist to it. Mm-hmm. But more gutter, yeah. It's like a more gutter sort of version of it. But uh, anyway, I, I love Grayson Waller. The only problem... I have is his size. Yes, he's tall. But man, he needs to put on some some, you know, some muscle. And do you think he's more like the Miz? Like Jeff thinks he's the Miz. I don't think he's totally like the Miz. I think he's a lot what, better than the Miz. in what way is he like the Miz? He's never explained that, to be honest. Cuz so
1: <laughs> cuz he, ca- he has a talk show.
2: Right. he has, I the, mean, he has the
1: Grace of Waller effect and I do his he TV sees so not the
2: same. I don't see The Miz in Grayson Waller, though, man. He's much better than The Miz in terms of uh, personality, in my opinion, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, The Miz is another guy that's just like,
1: I'm pretty sure he could do anything, but whatever they give him, like, they keep giving him too much, too much, you know, chicken shit. But he knows he how can't, to do it. He can't into make. Chicken he can't make enough of it though. He can't make it fast enough. They're he's getting buried under mounds of it. So he's But I think he's, not he's able content, to convert bro.
2: It. He's actually content I, with
1: himself, I think, I, man. I, I'm I'm sure he is, but I mean, I'm I'm also sure he'd like to do more and better or even in his own spots. You know, he should have he should have more to do like um but yeah, I I uh I don't know about Grayson Waller. I don't know. I could take or leave him. I really don't care either way. So, that's fine. I I don't know if he's—I don't know if he's the replacement for
2: uh, Austin Theory, but no, uh, no, no. I mean, there's way more upside to Austin Theory. That's just facts. Yeah, but I also—I also
1: think that there's a ceiling for Austin Theory, and he may be, in my—in my opinion, he may be already at it or very close to approaching it. Really? So, yeah, interesting. We'll Um, we'll see. But then. yeah so what now what about Bronson like this is uh, this is another guy from your neck of the woods or somewhere
2: so Bronson like do you Reed? like him yeah I've been a fan of his because i followed him here on the local independent circuit I've seen him quite a few times in person before he he went off to WWE as Jonah Rock as a matter of fact I watched a match between himself and uh and Suzuki which I couldn't believe Suzuki uh, pole-drived him dude he gosh. Pole drove him with ease, and he was big during this time, Bronson Reed, and and was, everyone just, I mean, went berserk for it, man. But uh, no, nah, look, I'm a fan of his because I followed his career down here, so I'm, I might be a little biased, say, but I think he's got potential. He's not tall, but he's fucking wide, man. But he's another Samoan in the growing numbers of Samoans. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of Aussie Samoans as well, man. In in WWE, like, uh, what's his name, Zion Quinn, who looks like a million bucks, dude. I feel like they need to do something because he looks too good to just waste, man. But either he's he was he was bad. dead in
1: the water when he sang HBK's theme song and danced. Oh god, that was the end yeah, of his career.
2: I mean, come on, man. I mean, look at him. Tell me he doesn't look good. He does. So how can you waste him like that? Hopefully they do something with him. Or oh, he's going to be future endeavored with the upcoming releases, which is more than likely not going to be so much so with talent and more than likely, you know, office people. But He probably we'll
1: will because they he has not been on TV for several weeks. Not even on Next Level? I don't watch it, so I can't be sure. Neither but do I. <laughs> I just think that, um, yeah, they... Uh, but that's the thing. If you're on that, like if you're on level up or whatever it's whatever it is, then you have no future, basically. You're either you're about right. to you're you're either about to be on TV, like they're gonna put you on the main show, or they took you off. It's one of the two.
2: Oof. Chris Willis says he's a big call, man. Bronson is like a young Bam Bam. Potential is there for sure. He can move like Bam Bam. Bam Bam was very versatile though for a big guy, especially he was way ahead of his time back then. I mean, the guy could do a fucking cartwheel, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously. But then again, Vader was pretty versatile too for his size. But would you call him the next Bam Bam? I'm not sure, man. I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah, factor zero at this point, no. right? <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't call him that now that I think about it. No. Yeah, I agree, man. But anyway, Vet, I know this is a tough show, man. It, it's bad. It made me realize how bad this show really is. But... uh. Yeah, well, We'll do our best to cover this shit. Anyway, yeah. let's move on though, man. Uh, do we need to talk about Maxine Dupree and uh, Otis? No. So let's just move on because we got more trash in Chad Gable versus Mustafa Ali. Mustafa yeah. Ali wins by pinfall with a victory roll. Cool. He's Anything from Chicago. He's from Chicago. Hey, got to win in his local area, right? Anyway... Well, we got a little segment backstage as we see Jimmy Uso confronting Sammy Zayn. Uh and Sammy says he's just telling the truth. Uso asks what Zayn thinks is gonna happen if he loses. Does he really think Kevin Owens is forgiving him? Nah, he's just using him to get the tag titles. And when he loses, Kevin's gonna turn on him and he's gonna deserve every bit of it. So don't worry about the Usos. Worry about that. Yeah. This is cold, bro. All this shit right now, they've all gone cold, man. It's Told just, you that there was there was never any plans after
1: Mania. Cold man, ice cold, bro.
2: Oh well, <laughs>
1: I mean these guys are still off. like the guys are still doing well in their parts, but it's just like I'm you sorry, you can't save it now
3: we're, because you
1: here because we've already seen everything that we're gonna see. Exactly. You There's you not- the whole idea is you build up to a moment where these guys have to have a match or something. And then the result of the match is the payoff of all the time that we've spent with these characters. So if we've already seen them fight, seeing them fight again, it's just a repeat of what we've seen. It's like, and, and so like you guys have already fought and brawled and fought. You've had official matches, you've had backstage fights, you've had everything that you can have. You just keep fighting you keep having these moments where somebody tries to talk to you, but then you just super kick them. Like (laughs) you, you, we, we keep seeing that these guys will just not, you know, put their differences aside. So like after, after I've tried, like if I'm Sammy and after I've tried to appeal to you and be like, look, man, you know, you don't have to be Romans, you know, slave anymore. You can, you can break free and do your own thing or whatever. And then after the guy just punches you for saying that, then you're gonna to talk to him again later. We've already seen him punch you. It's it. You have to build up to these things, and and they keep building up to things, but then they just give us the payoff immediately, <laughs> and then they expect us to go backwards, like, you know, as as as, as, as as Jim as Jim Cornette says, you st- <laughs> you st- <laughs> you you start fucking by coming, and then you end it with a kiss on the cheek.
2: <laughs> Speaking of kisses on the cheek. Love was in the air, you know, EW, but that's for another show. You'd go check out the skirmish for that. <laughs> because hey, kiss on it's definitely... the forehead. Kiss on the forehead, hugs, more kisses. Uh it feels like Beverly Hills 10210 at this point, bro. <laughs> and it's not the sexy people you'd hope it would be. <laughs> it's definitely not. Definitely not. Weird show over there. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. But anyway, yeah. No, I agree with you, man. Chris also says though in the chat, just need to add Riddle is the Wish version of of a Tarzan <laughs> blow up doll. His return blows. Yeah, it does. I think, a, I think
1: a Tarzan blow up doll is exactly the kind of thing you would find on Wish.
3: <laughs>
1: so that's an extreme wow. insult to poor Matt Riddle.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean seriously, dude, he needs to wear tight to get in, and not like you know the speedo, like the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> The speedos, bro. I mean, what the fuck is this? Yeah, why does he look like do a that? bum? I have no idea, man. Maybe because he's with the porno star now.
1: Really? She said, "I think your I think your tights are just an inch too long." <laughs> Maybe. <yeah.
2: laughs> like, what? it's such a small change, but like, it's it, it, it's noticeable, it, it does though, make a huge difference. Yeah, he looks like a bum right now, bro. And I was a fan of Riddles, man, but this this shit right here. you can't take that extra inch huh jimmy uh no thanks i don't want to take it bro (laughs) i just can't (laughs) (laughs) oh did we already skip
1: over that part
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure but at this point who cares i mean seriously speaking of who cares um it's cody versus finn next and yes cody does win via pinfall via crossroads um, do we need to disclose any more shit about Cody at this point? No,
1: I'm sure this was an excellent match, and Cody's totally not buried, and <laughs> they ha- they totally haven't ruined all their stories and and projections for the next however long. Yeah, we, we missed the we missed the Seth and uh almost. No, no, no,
2: it's coming up next. Really, really. As a matter of fact, it is. It wasn't oh. the main event, so this is what you want to talk about, right, Vet, I mean, come on. Yeah, for like two <laughs> seconds, and then, we can, then we can move on. <laughs> Let's. Because we're going to burn this shit down with Seth Rollins and Omos. Absolutely burn it down. Because next, we get Seth on the mic. He welcomes the crowd to Monday Night Rollins and does his usual shtick. He says he was going to come out here tonight and see how people were feeling about his match at backlash against Omos. Don't give me that shit, Seth. You know how people feel. But if you can believe it. Something bigger has caught his eye, vet. Can you believe that? shit? I can't. Ooh. And he looks meaningfully it's at not the that new belt that Triple H brought out. <laughs> it's it not is. CM Punk backstage? He <laughs> could be that too. I mean, didn't you okay. call him a cancer? I mean, just yeah. saying. <laughs> 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 well, no, he's looking at that new World Heavyweight Championship that he's a hand me down. And he looks delightful with glee. Not really, but I'm uh, <laughs> just saying. He heads out to the floor to You deserve a chance And says truth be told Cheaper H came out here And said some very nice things about Roman Reigns And you do know Who isn't on the list of men Who Roman has beaten during his title reign Reigns would like you to believe That everyone wants what he has But the truth is Some of us still want the scraps Literally Get it? Yeah Like he can't have the belts that Roman has So he's going to go for the scraps I just added that in but I'm just saying that's, okay. that's what he wants right so anyway he goes on to say this is about mo- this is more than about politics and part-timers this is the chance to have a total that is for us the scrapheads and if we're going to crown a new world heavyweight scrap champion well <laughs> he'll give us one guess who he'd put his money on um, I wonder who that is because enter Omos flanked by Montel Vontaneous Porter every PR says to forgive the interruption and he sincerely means no disrespect he's got to stop saying that too that's another thing that's annoying now at this point he continues to say that to everybody and in fact respects Rollins immensely and he thinks he is without question one of the most impressive superstars to ever grace a WWE ring he's accomplished virtually everything there is to accomplish and he's absolutely brilliant with the exception of his fashion choices It's because of those accolades that Montel persuaded uh, well yeah, persuaded this match because it's his job to get the giant some giant matches and win over Seth Rollins. A win over Seth Rollins would be huge. He cautious, he cautions Seth against making predictions of his future because he might not have much of a one after backlash as Rollins thanks him and the crowd sings along while he and Omos stare at each other. Down. Seth says MVP words was kind, but he kind of undersold his giant. He's not just huge. He's the tallest man Rollins has ever seen. The strongest, most powerful force in WWE. Aramis is a a once-in-a-generational loser because he was born that way. I just added that in because that's all he does is lose. Seth is once in a generation because he made himself that way. He should be afraid, but he's not. And at Backlash, he's going to do what he does best. He's gonna make Omos ass famous. Didn't the Undertaker used to say that? Because he's big head off the canvas. Yeah. Cool. I didn't like this. No. At all. Well, don't don't worry about what
1: happened at WrestleMania, Jimmy, because oh. Omos got a win against a jobber the next night. So oh. he's he's all back to he's back to square one again. He's he's all <laughs> he's all fixed in the in the fans' eyes. He's rebuilt. Yes, he's rebuilt. Um, this match is is happening because they're punishing
2: Seth Rollins. So you, I mean, you brought up earlier about Becky uh, Lynch, mm-hmm. and now you bring up Seth Rollins possibly being in the, you know, the doghouse. Right. Could we have uh, a real issue between the pair of him here? I mean, why would they be in the, you know, in the doghouse? You think? Together? Well, is it the bus?
3: <laughs>
2: no no uh, But he's a I Rooks, think Rooks, whatever the kid's name is Rooks, whatever the fuck <laughs> Rook. I,
1: I, don't, I don't know, I don't think it's a kid Maybe not, maybe no heat for the kid yet uh, <laughs> But <laughs> I, <laughs> I think um, Well, you remember when I was talking about That interview with Daniel Cormier Where he basically said that he didn't think Cody should be in the spot that he's in Or, or that he Oh, he meant that Yeah
2: absolutely well, so you think it's that
1: well now you get now you get to a program with omos
3: <laughs> yeah
1: your first this is your first thing that you do the, your first major thing that you do after uh after wrestlemania
2: this is what you do this
1: this makes sense right because you always saw these two guys on a collision course
2: they were just the getting ready object this is right the, uh, mu- you know what was the other thing the the fucking something it, force. It, the, the fuck? it's,
1: it's the the irresistible force and oh, the that's immovable object. There
2: you go. I went blank well, for a minute.
1: You know. um So again, if you apply the vet math from earlier, well, Seth Rollins <laughs> beat Brock Lesnar in five minutes, so he should be able to beat Omos in about two and a
2: half minutes. All right, one minute be. squash match, man. You know, yeah, the the curb stomp done and dusted over. But I wouldn't be surprised if Omos actually wins this match. Heck. I will dare say that Omos actually wins the match. And mm, you know, they could they're they're gonna tell Seth the the way they're gonna pitch this match to Seth
1: is they're gonna say like, God, we've had Omos here for so long and he's just like he's not getting it. He needs to be in there with people that really know what they're <laughs> doing and can teach him. You know that's how they're gonna try oh. to pitch it to him. But really, they're just like, fuck. Let's let Seth Rollins deal with this. If he wants to talk shit, we'll just you know him and his and stupid wife and his
2: stupid kid. <laughs> and that's all they would have to say to him you're Seth freaking Rollins man you know what I mean make this guy look like a million bucks because you're Seth freaking Rollins you know but really (laughs) 10 years (laughs) ago a loser 10
1: years ago Seth Rollins is in the WWE champion and still doing celebrity stuff with like uh Jon Stewart and John Cena and any other John that was you know (laughs) around at that time and now here he is wearing the clothes he's wearing and
2: Singing for some reason and getting in <laughs> matches with Nigerian giants. Nigerian giants, man. As a matter of fact, did you know Seth Rollins hates his wardrobe and hates dressing up the way he does? I doubt it. He actually said this on Ariel podcast. I kid you not. Then why does he do it? Because he's told to do it. <laughs> well, just say no, like you, like everybody
1: else does. <laughs> just say you're no. Told us. Yeah, who, oh, who was tell? Who would have been telling him to do that? He did it on his own one day, and then they probably kept making him do it
2: after that. <laughs> God damn it! You gotta get new clothes every week. Ah, that's what. That's who would have told him. Right, and, and if they if, they if they
1: get the clothes and he just shows up and they're like, "Here, you wear this," then who cares? Whatever. <laughs> but if if they, if he has to pick out some weird
2: thing on his own then that's you know that's a little more work <laughs> that is a lot more work but apparently he does it so uh yeah so that and he said this on aerial hawaii he was dead serious too man but uh i don't know well, i don't know what to believe but if that's the case i mean he's pretty honest usually in those type of interviews so i don't know either that or he truly kayfabed all of us he's really good well, anyway, speaking of uh, really good or bad, shall I say, uh, we get Matt Riddle in the locker room rambling at Kevin Owens, When mm-hmm. guess who rolls up once again? It's Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. This, this is what like
1: Vince Russo said. Uh, you know, if he he's, he's like Kevin's like, where have you been? He's like, uh, you, you you've seen him
2: uh, multiple times.
1: You've watched <laughs> the monitors. You've seen where he's been. He's been talking uh. to.
2: he's a a creepy little bastard man as christian would say back in the day if you remember a clb bro he's acting really creepy but anyway kevs then pops uh, kev though pops up to ask where sammy's been (laughs) hello he's been everywhere like duh anyway zane says he hasn't had a great night he admits he was speaking to the usos and no one's still confused i'm confused as to what he could possibly have to tell them. And he says they deserve whatever Rome is going to do to them. And he's mostly concerned about retaining the titles. And that's what Sammy should be worried about too. Now I'm gonna cut it off right here. Haven't we been seeing the same shit like every week between these two? And saying the same shit to each other. Yes. So yes, why the fuck are they continuously? Because they don't know the what shit? to
1: do now. I like we I said know. at the beginning, <laughs> I know. I know. they had a chance. And they didn't pull the trigger. So now we're stuck with this. And it makes no sense.
2: This is bad, man. It's just getting bad. And speaking of bad, we're just going to move on to the next match. Because it is the main event. We're finally here that it is Damian Priest versus Rey Mysterio. And, you know, I mean, you know who wins this. <laughs> it, via disqualification, no less. It is good old Ray Ray, who is flying the flag, apparently, for the LWO, who is not a total loser, unlike and Santos Escobar. it's brought to you
1: Escobar. by Toast Crunch. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well,
1: it's true. Cinemoji Crunch, excuse me. Um, I don't want yeah, the wrong these- sponsor.
2: Cinemoji Anyway, regardless, apparently they're going to want more sponsors all over the ring, even. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, according yep. to Nick Card. Let's do it. Um, well, guess what? Guess who appears, though, at the end in the post match because uh bad bunny is here and he gets got a kendo stick as he advances on the ring and stares priest down in the ring squaring up bunny hammers in with a kendo stick sending damien packing over the announce table as priest cuts him off on the table but bunny slips out and takes his leg out of his leg with a hard shot from the kendo stick chasing after him priest runs away as bunny hammers i mean Did I say Banny? I mean, Bunny hammers him with a kendo stick. Bunny gets on the table and on the mic and calls Damien out. He doesn't know if he knows, but he's not hosting Backlash anymore. Now he's going to Puerto Rico to kick Priest's ass. And that's May 6th for anyone that doesn't know. Backlash in his home of Puerto Rico. It's going to be Damien Priest versus the Bunny in a street fight. So we got a Priest and a Bunny.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: So, and preach the first time ever, pal. <laughs> we got a bunny pal and a priest, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then we got a Pope's Porter exorcist, <laughs> 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 that's true, too. I with mean, your boy Russell Crowe, <laughs> with my boy Russell Crowe, indeed. Did you see the Mania fucking videos about how many times that came on during Mania? Oh, yeah, oh man, that's, that's hilarious, man. Everyone pops, see, now it.
1: that product
2: placement. I liked
1: because it was originally, it was, it was look the hell in the cell match was stupid or whatever, but stupid it. They got Russell Crowe to do an original promo. Like it wasn't just like, they didn't just show clips of the movie or something. They actually had him record something specifically for that match to put in the package, you know? And to me, even though it's still corny, it's not as bad as like, Oh, it's a father and son, you know, blood feud <laughs> with, sponsored by cool. Cinemoji Crunch.
2: Like, Such a... If that doesn't read blood feud, I don't know what yeah. will actually, uh, Vet. I mean, seriously. Yeah, every
1: kid that eats Cinemoji Crunch is going to want to turn on their fathers. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what God you get it. with
2: that. But uh, Don't make me choke there, Vet. God so damn now, it,
1: pal. So, 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 yeah, we got preset. Like, could I, could I be any less interested Actually, yes, I could be a little less interested, but not much. Um I don't care about Bad Bunny. This is another well, speaking of the Miz we were talking about the Miz earlier, this was this was his his first assignment. Um the Miz got handed this bunny and had to do something with it.
2: <laughs> and he done well actually in yeah. terms of training, for sure. Yeah, but I just
1: I don't know. It's it's weird to take a guy like a Damien Priest, and
2: he's going to have to sell for this musician. Uh, Named Bunny. Named Bunny. Bunny. Think about it. what. What the fuck is a bad bunny, bro? Is he a rapist? I'm just saying, think about it. You know, they say, you know, fuck like a, like a rabbit, like Maybe. a bunny. And then what the fuck is bad bunny? Like, what does uh, it mean? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is I'm it a, a takeoff
1: on his name because his real name is Benito? oh well, maybe is that his real name i think so
2: well maybe it is. I mean, i've never
1: seen his birth certificate or anything but i
2: mean <laughs> that's what they say it is so well neither have i for the record but uh yeah i mean did i guess someone it just is. did his
1: name benito and then someone just called him <laughs> bunny
2: one day well <laughs> maybe i mean nothing beats though you, you you were talking about ring of honor when you messaged me a week ago about how apparently roh is better than AEW. Well, one thing that Ring of Honor does have going for it is a wrestler named Ben Deco. Yeah, Literally. Yeah. Ben Deco. <laughs> That's yeah. a shoot. I'm, I'm I just skipped saying. his match. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, man. that—that That is A-plus for originality. originality. I mean, seriously. Come on. Ben yeah. Dejo. What a joke. Yeah. Well, I don't
1: think he'll be taking on Damian Priest in Puerto Rico, but,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, this is bad, man. Is this the main event? As a matter of fact, oh, nah. Surely Cody. Oh, then again, I wouldn't put it past him if it's the Puerto Ricans in the in the main event, bro. Yeah, it probably
1: should be right. Well, Brock, if if it's Brock Lesnar, he wants to go on first, so.
2: Yeah, I, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, because he wants to get the fuck out straight away the minute the match mm-hmm. is over. See, you, kids, I'm out. Like Brock Lesnar's probably
1: mad he has to go to Puerto Rico.
2: <laughs> It's a fucking holiday, bro. Fucking bring the family. Get away from Saskatoon or Saskatchewan, wherever the fuck he is. And fucking get into the heat, man. I know, I agree. Don't. He don't care. He don't care. He He just wants to. He don't care. He's just there to get the paycheck. He is there just to get the paycheck. And in saying that, man, I think it's time we take this shit home, vet, because this show sucked balls. Not the Mm -hmm. great balls of fire, but balls. Mm -hmm. it was pretty bad bro just regular human balls (laughs) just just regular human balls insane that vet tell them where they can find you bro
1: well you can find me on all your favorite social media platforms and some of your least favorite social media platforms at opinion haver uh it's uh all one word so just google it and you'll see what comes up and you'll probably be able to tell which ones are me Um, You can always find me on the Hameen Media Group shows, whether it's the Monday Locker Room uh, with Ben Hameen or whether it's uh, the Next Level Wrestling Review with Big Ray Hernandez every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, or if it's the Impact Attack uh, with Brandon every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, you can find me there. And you never know where else I might pop up, so... Keep your eyes peeled and get that Channel Attitude subscription for, you know, the price of less than a cup of coffee. You get so much content. Not only all the content we're going to do for the month, but all the content we've ever done is unlocked. So go so go back there. And listen to some of the episodes where we had Jimmy T come on the Next Level Wrestling Review. Or even the Impact Attack, which we got to have you back on because we just had Chris Ams. On this this week's episode of and we had a great time because you just sat there, Jimmy, and you let him run down Jay White, and I was very ashamed of you for not sticking (laughs) up for him more. You just let him say it. Yeah, you just sat there, yep, yep, on Um, the skirmish. On the uh, skirmish last week, you just sat there and let him talk all this shit. And I was like, Oh, Jimmy. Oh, no.
2: Was he really wrong though when you think about it? I mean, the way they're using I mean, they, yes. they, they're misusing him right now badly. Well, dude. look, they're misusing everybody. That's true, But
1: too. he forgot to review Jay White's performance and just talked about the booking and acted like it was Jay White's fault. But he came on and he rectified his comments on the Impact attack. So uh, go ahead and check that out if you want to hear the the correct analyzation of the match that Jay White had against uh, the great commander. And... Um, <laughs> Yes. On top of on top of all that, uh, you can also uh, you'll be interested to hear this, Jimmy. You might not know this.
2: Whoa, um, whoa! What's that?
1: I've recorded an episode of shooting the shit uncensored with oh none no other way. than Piers
2: Austin. No way! I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Wait, it'll it be reality?
1: coming. It'll be coming soon. It'll be coming soon. So keep oh, your eyes shit. peeled. Shout out um, to Piers Austin, man! Absolutely, yeah. the great He's- Piers Austin. Did that show we had a we had a ton of fun and you know we 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 talked about so much but yet there's so much left to talk about so you never know when down the road we could revisit this but
2: i'm intrigued now Vet. does that mean you you open up on your whole professional wrestling career pretty much here now i mean it is shooting the shit. yeah
3: Yeah. well you'll
1: you'll just have to listen and see (laughs) what we talked about (laughs) um but uh
2: god damn it
1: but yeah so there's that um you can find me on, um, uh, well, Twitch.tv. That's a social media platform, but you can find me on Twitch.tv, also slash Opinion however. Um You can catch wrestling with Rib Rogers every <clears throat> every Friday at uh, noon Eastern, except when it's not. Uh, and when, like like today, when it was on it, it was on today at, uh, <laughs> at uh, ten o'clock Eastern. <laughs> you know. And, and Von Lilas was like, God, how do we get more people in the chat? And I'm like, well, if you had a concrete start time, maybe more people would join in for the live chat. And he's like, hey, we go, we go live every Friday at noon. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't. That's what concrete means. Whoa. It means you don't change it to whatever you feel like it. So anyway, <laughs> um, whenever they decide that they want to go live, check them out because it's Rip Rogers. And you might even see That's me true. on the show. You never know. I've been on the show a few times and uh, i I, i'm i'm dangerous because i could pop in at any time and if you guys aren't checking out whatever stevie richards is doing be sure to go to his youtube channel his instagram get all the updates get the reviews he's got the big fitness show new episode he's got the uh he's doing the uh smackdown and raw reviews with uh ben hameen and vince russo there on the brand channel um he's got uh the he's got reviews of saunas he reviewed a he reviewed a, a small sauna for the for inside your house, and now he's doing like a four months later review to see how he feels about it four months later. So you know Stevie, Richards can't be stopped. You, you can't keep the man down. It's the only time he's never sold is for this uh, is for this ordeal that he's just gone through. So shout out to Stevie
2: Richards, and Absolutely. that's pretty much it for me, Jimmy. Nah, shout out to Stevie Richards. I'm just happy that he's back, man, as you are, and as all of us are. He's back, and like you said, man, he's even doing four months after the fact with the sauna, which I'm actually looking forward to checking out, man. But uh, if you want to follow me, though, on Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you'll find all our shows. As the vet said earlier, also subscribe to channelattitude.com where for five bucks it is the best talk in pro wrestling. Literally, I truly mean that. And also, like and subscribe at hummymediagroup.popping.com where you find all our affiliate shows, which includes Jeff's show, as a matter of fact, in Garden of Doomski, You can thank me later, Jeff. See, I do plug you. Anyway, but in saying that, I think we're out, Vet. We're done. I'm Jimmy T. That's the Vet, Jamie Williams. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Monday Night Machismo Thursday edition Right here on the PWC Network. And we're out. See yous.
0: the king and i keep me so rising don't say too much really i've been posted on some blogs gang member but they got a nigga in the mic yeah. faces all in my pocket check how much shit yeah. i drop shit i'll see me in person trying to top yeah. i'm on come a lot with Chopper. we got topo no Whoa. burger came over we gon' to it. you won't make it Ruh. to the dog do, 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 you know i'm married boom. to the king i need a be like Betty cop uh. try uh. to roam uh. it that's a novel no we yo i got this drake in this some polo i'm in la kicking shit with mr morgan ha. You ain't getting money, nigga, then you boring. Yeah, I yeah, just called the head and told my niggas, kick your door, door in. We like D, we 30, D, no back, go bring some more Who in. Who am I? Uh-huh. Big got it. For the record, I'm worth 50 mil, boy. All My little home is millionaire. And, and my whole city will kill for Camelot. My, my bitch, Camelot. See him cheap, this shit, cash, respect cause like we rap a lot. In the kitchen with the plot, I'm on sunset in a drop. Apple meal, Richard Meal, that's a crib on a watch. Money high like helicopters. Niggas playing, we gon' chop her. fat, that's from the doctor. can't yeah. leave my little partner, yeah. Been breaking bitches, call me money bag pimpin'. Hit it then skate. I'm a black bar session. Lambo <laughs> those up in the middle of the trenches. No. Breaking down pounds, losing weight. I'm slimming. Work Breaking business, we got lows to keep the chrome. <laughs> um, Reaching for my charm, that Draco knock off your arm. Inhaling all the smoke, fuck what it's doing to my lungs. My lil' Philly bitch so messy. I'm through fucking with that junk. I now. ain't gon' say too much when the niggas mm-hmm. speaking on that high shit. Fuck the police, cause them bitches ain't gon' stop shit. Uh. This is mad, yeah. they play, they get in pop quick. Flies, nigga, in the gang. Yates, yeah, I'm a cockpit. Put it on Camelot with a hundred-something shots. I be swimming with the sharks, little nigga, you a lobster. Really I'm going heat a nigga up like he eating out some pasta. And shout out to Keats, then I keep me some roster. <laughs>